0: Filmmaker Commentary, episode 179. Welcome to Filmmaker Commentary, where we cover movies with commentaries from directors who take the time to record them on Blu-ray and DVDs. We also give our detailed insights, so look out for spoilers. We discuss the latest in showbiz news along with movies and TV shows that we've been watching. So join Reginald Titus Jr., that's me, and Casey G. Smith, that's me,
1: every week here on Filmmaker Commentary.
0: Welcome to another episode of Filmmaker Commentary. I'm Reginald Titus Jr. I'm joined with Casey G. Smith. Welcome back, sir. Good to be back, sir. And today we're talking about Back to the Future, 1985, uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yes, sir. Did he, he helped write it, too, so he was a co-writer. Yes, right. Him and Bob Gale, <laughs> the two, the Bob, two Bob and Bob. <laughs> Bob um, what was the budget and box office of this masterpiece <laughs> yes sir <laughs>
1: for those of you who don't know this is one of Reginald Titus jr's favorite yeah. films he has a
0: poster That's of true. it in his home office absolutely and now I got some more paraphernalia thanks to you hey that yes sir um definitely on the top 10. Mm, there we go. So this top ten film for Reginald had a
1: budget of nineteen million dollars. Oh, really? And, and from that, it grossed worldwide three hundred and eighty three million dollars.
0: Wow. wow, that's more than a win. That's the Bob's jockey. Whatever you want to do, we'll support you. Yes. Then <laughs> it was. It was. It was
1: timely. The when this happened and it hitting those numbers because they. They had written a couple of things, yeah. some things for Spielberg, and nothing had quite taken off yeah. until Zemeckis did uh, *Romance in the Stone*. Yeah, and uh, now they're like, "Oh, hey, well, what else you got? What you got, pal? Why don't you guys revisit the script? You guys have all rejected studios. Mm-hmm. The fact that the time travel one. Yeah. So yeah, it it worked out quite well for them, and this did open on July fourth of
0: nineteen eighty five. That's fantastic. So
1: we're so this is yeah we're we're as of this recording, we are in late July, yeah, of two thousand and twenty three so we are let's see how many years out are we
0: from this I think it's twenty twenty three are we in the future or in the past? It depends on when you're listening to this, yes, so as of this recording,
1: <laughs> this film released thirty eight years ago, so we're coming up on that wow, fortieth anniversary, wow, in uh In, you know,
0: a few years. That's wild. Uh, What kind of awards did this film get and kind of what was the sentiment at the time? So when this thing dropped, it was everywhere. It was,
1: it was, it's one of those films. And again, it's one of those films that, man, every, every decade has its, its, its great films and films that hold tight. And I may be a little bit biased because I am a child of the 80s. Sometimes things we see in our youth just grab us. Yeah. Back to the Future is one of those films that when it dropped, and especially it, it capitalized so well off of the 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 known factor of one, Michael J. Fox, who was mm-hmm. a, a TV star on Family Ties, mm-hmm. who had already done Teen Wolf at the time, which is kind of a, I feel like also a, one of my, I liked that at the time. Uh, yeah, I dig Teen Wolf. I think Teen Wolf was like one of those cult classics yeah. as well. But Back to the Future, box office smash. It, it just launched Michael J. Fox into a whole nother level. Um. So yeah Much love on this film When it dropped Wolf Wolf <laughs> Wolf Wolf <laughs> Guys I'm not gonna play the wolf Okay
0: the, Give me a break guys The coach was like the worst coach ever He was always chewing that gum he was
1: Smacking He was smacking <laughs> that gum So uh <laughs> Where's Wolf <laughs> All right, so Back to the Future yes, uh, was nominated for multiple Academy Awards, including Best Writing and Screenplay, uh, Best Sound, as well as Best Music and Original Song by Huey Lewis in the News with the power of love. Mm-hmm. But it won for Best Effects and Sound Effects Editing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, to add to that, I was listening to like just the first 20 minutes of the film and in my headphones i was on the laptop looking at some of it and when um that first shot when we're like kind of just floating around in the room of clocks you can hear it like going through your left ear going out to the right Mm. i was like dang they are good now i don't know if this was like remastered Remastered. yeah i don't know if this was remastered like that or if it was originally done like that but either way it was a nice little touch
1: very cool very cool and i'm 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 curious how much remastering has taken place from from your copy of the Blu-ray versus my copy of the Blu-ray. Mine's from like 2011. Mm-hmm. Yours from 2015. 2020. Oh, excuse me. 2020. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, you know, nine years later. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? And who knows how much change came from when the, the original versions of the Blu-rays came out, probably in... Probably early two thousands, maybe. Yeah, because the format wars were were happening in the early two thousands. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say as as early as yeah two thousand four two thousand five. Mm-hmm. It probably had its, its first Blu ray of Back to the Future. Nonetheless, but yes, the, this film won awards and it had a whole lot of love. This is a beloved film. This is this is this is a, a, t- a what I feel is a, is a timeless film. Yeah, I think you could show current generations. And they can watch this film and and they 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 get it.
0: Yeah, my they, kids love it.
1: I, I can see why. This, yeah. is, this is a it's a it, and it's the pacing is perfect. It's <laughs> true. There's there is not like a a dull moment. It just moves. Just bop, bop, beat 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 beat. We're going. We're going. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're done.
0: Absolutely. Wow. They like part two. I think the best.
1: Ah, I'm looking forward to to revisiting that. I hadn't watched this. I hadn't watched this film in a long time.
0: Really? I thought I had watched it recently. Good for you. So you had a different experience this time. Oh, man, it brought back a lot of memories. Yeah. I, I, I may Some not, stuff I forgot about.
1: I think I may not have seen it since I was a kid. Wow. Maybe I would see it pop up on places, but...
0: Yeah, but just to it, sit down and intentionally watch it, yeah. that's different.
1: I was like, man, but I remember watching as a kid, and yeah, that stuff stuck with me, but don't want to dive into spoilers just yet without yes. giving
0: the warning. Yeah. But yes, that's a... Uh, box office, and awards for Back to the Future. Indeed. But before we talk further about Back to the Future, let's talk about TV, news, and movies watched. So before we dive into some of our official
1: stories in the news and what we've been watching, we just kind of want to touch Based on some things that that are kind of taking place within the the, the scope of, of Hollywood, just chat about that for, for a minute without going to any official sources. So obviously we've all been following what's been going on with one Jonathan Majors and his uh his his now ongoing trial, mm-hmm. um and just I mean I, I follow I follow this I follow it, I, f- I feel pretty closely I, I I go to continual sources like Cosmic Wonder and everything always on YouTube
2: because
1: mm-hmm. they're they're constantly reporting about it and they give Quite a bit of facts and, and details surrounding the the case, and um, yeah, you know, obviously, majors already showed up for his original or first first appearance. You know, uh, boot up with one Megan Good. Hello, hello, and um, there's, there's a lot of evidence that's been submitted and some things that have been revealed that seem to be in, in his in his favor, and uh, yeah, and even uh, you know, Disney has stayed quiet. Throughout the, the the whole time of this case, they they haven't spoken or said anything ab- about Jonathan Majors. Uh, they haven't they haven't taken him away or taken the role of King the Conqueror away from him. None of those things have, have, have happened. Uh, they made they made no announcements. They have been sitting back and just waiting. Right. One thing that's taken place recently on recently on Disney Plus is that of course we know that Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, you know, has been on Disney Plus for a couple months now. Yeah. But, of course, nowadays when Disney drops their their movies or shows, after a couple of months, they'll drop the assembled uh, making of featurette. Mm -hmm. And they hadn't done that yet for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania until this week. They finally released it. And in that release, in the description, they actually make mention of Jonathan Majors, who was also prominently featured in that episode. I haven't watched it yet, but I plan on watching it. So some people are taking that as a good sign of, of, of good faith that Disney is, is has released that and is showing majors once again prominently mm-hmm. in that featurette. What are your thoughts, Reginald?
0: Um, man, when it comes to like a lot of these court cases and things like that, I tend to, I wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think one of the most, uh, one of the recent ones that I specifically said, I'm going to wait when I heard the news. And it was uh, the Jesse Smollett thing. When that, because that was like during COVID, wasn't it? Was that COVID or like right before COVID? Right before. Right before. And so when that happened, it just, the story sounded weird. And I was just like, I'll wait. Because what ends up happening all on the internet, everybody just started jumping to conclusions and speculating. Dude. And so they can't help it. Like, oh my God, this happened. Especially if it's something truly horrible that's happened and this person is claiming this happened. It's like, you want real information. And so I was like, you know what? I'll wait. Yeah. And, I did. and then sure enough, oh that debacle like everybody that like jumped on chips and were like standing tall on certain things like had to like back down and be like Ugh, I misspoke you know I don't want to be in that situation but yeah when it comes to this this was also a situation where it was like you know it will we'll, I'll wait to see the actual evidence. And you know when when the cameras there's so there's so many cameras now, especially with everybody surveilling everything. You know from your phones, everybody's paparazzi too. Yeah, the police they can pull everything off your phone now. They get access to all that information. You got all these rings. You got everybody's being surveilled. So it's uh it's very difficult unless you got some type of technology to get away with certain things. Yeah, for real. So it's. Um,
1: yeah so it's going to be interesting to see I mean yeah. obviously uh Jonathan Major's team they've presented quite a bit of evidence that yeah. on the surface looks looks favorable for him but you know once everything is done and the testimonies are, are heard and, you know then you know the decision will be made so you know we're, we're, we're staying uh we're staying abreast of that situation what takes place i, I, uh,
0: oh, I was hey. going to add I, I do think it's unfortunate that people don't corporations specifically don't really give a chance, you know, uh, to certain people It's just like, Hey, we're gone until we figure out what happened and they'll probably be gone forever. You know, they, it's like court of public opinion. You know, you lose money if you're accused of certain things, even if it's not true,
2: Yeah, which we don't like know.
0: Guilty until proven innocent yeah. in some regards. Cause again, majors
1: lost. He, he had a, a um, commercial with the army that, that he had done that, that, was just starting to drop. That got pulled. Uh, he lost some roles in in in, pro- in different projects. If I'm not mistaken, he also his his PR team and his. Uh, I think the the. The, what, the people what, that were representing him, yeah, that's um, right. They jumped out. They his management team. I was think it was like they they dropped him. It's like wow. Nonetheless, loyalty. Uh, so yeah, we we'll, was we'll staying abreast of, of that, but also on a, on, a, on a positive note. We, as of this recording, um, obviously Jamie Fox. You know, many of us, many of you have probably heard, of course, that he had been kind of out of the public view. That he had had right. some kind of medical incident that had taken place. A lot of speculation around it. Uh, you know, his daughter made some statements about just you know that he's. You know, well, kind of they, they kept things kind of close to the vest. Yeah, but Jamie Foxx came out on social media and made a statement, gave everybody an update. Uh, if you have a chance, you could, you could find that and, and watch it. But he seemed to be in good spirits. He mm-hmm. mentioned he had what he went through, he didn't say what it was specifically, but he said he was like going through hell and he, he had to fight really hard to get through it. And He didn't want everybody to see him with plugs and tubes, you know, mm-hmm. in him. He wants to be remembered for the jokes he tells, the movies that he makes, and the music that he creates. Uh, but he he was wilding out, telling some jokes while he was there, and got a little emotional. It was it was, but it was good to see Jamie back in the mix. Good, It's good to hear. Uh, from an official news standpoint, hmm. uh, so obviously one of the big things happening today, as of this recording, uh, is the, the 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 big strike happening. Yeah, with the, with SAG and AFTRA. Those so those are the that's the the kind of the combined uh, actors. Guild the Screen Actors Guild and the American Film I forget what after stands for. I'm, I'm, I'm Oh well, oh, American Film, T V and Radio Association, possibly. But yeah, but they, they a couple of years ago they, they combined together. They used to be two separate ones, but then they combined together. Mm-hmm. But that's the guild for, for for the actresses. their union. Yep. And so they are pushing for for a big
0: argument around what's going on is, is with residuals. Because it was writers first, right? It was yeah. The, it was writers, and then the the acting unions got involved, right? As part the, of it.
1: I don't well. I'm In support
0: I, of or
1: the, no? This is like they, the, the the actors had their own thing going on with okay. the studios as far as what they want. I can't speak to what the writers wanted, but one of my one of my friends, she's 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 an actor, and then recently. I, like done a role again like a, in a, either in a show or that was kind of going to be coming about. Yeah. But she posted something that I saw it today where she was like laid out specifically what like the actors were asking for. Mm-hmm. And it was really well done. She's super smart. And so she mm. laid it out, I was like, Oh wow. Like what they were asking for. Cause obviously residuals were, were a big part of what an
0: actor would would get from writers you know, too. Right.
1: And yeah. And so those things have changed with, with streaming.
0: So, the thing is, in the old model with the TV networks, it was a lot of money. You know, royalties, everything was like for years. But because of streaming, it's just a, it's a totally different business model, and so the checks don't look the same as it did for like the TV network because you had all the advertising. You had the t, you know, you had all those advertisers that were like running all this stuff. So you could actually the business model actually you could afford to do that with streaming. All the money is coming from subscribers. Uh, unless it's like a you know a, a, a Avod kind of model where there sure. are some advertisements on that one, but for the most part, the major ones they're just subscribers, you know, and that's how they get their money. It's not advertisements involved, and that's that's all good. Like yeah. again, I definitely definitely like the game has
1: changed yeah. with the way streaming works, but right, these actors still these actors are still putting in the work and still performing, um, and what they're asking for like two percent, like a two percent. Bump, mm-hmm. I think, is what, they, um, what they're asking for. And there, there's some other things with healthcare and other things like that. But, uh, but it's, it's like the studios aren't are, are looking to budget at all. And, they, yeah. and it's not like the studios aren't profitable in making, making money. Right. You know, because they, they, they are. Like, like nobody's got a huge, like, some may be taking some, some L's, but their models are going to be profitable over time. Right. Uh, these, are, these are major corporations. And so it, it, it was interesting to see that kind of laid out. And also, the other thing is AI rights. Artificial intelligence rights, mm-hmm. and and so as she put that, uh, one one of the things I, I had read about was that Netflix is one of the kind of the, one of the biggest kind of offenders, if you will. That's a strong word. Oh, let's say offenders. Yeah, well, Netflix is one of the biggest offenders when it comes to those residuals. Oh, and what what was interesting to me of well, not paying them out, or of not like kind of really being in favor of seeing it increase for the uh, for the talent. Oh, okay, got it. But. On the, the most recent season of Black Mirror, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched any of it yet. Ah, uh, not yet. Okay. I totally forgot. I'm, I'm I be need to. I'm going to be very careful about this. So, but on the most recent Netflix season of Black Mirror, the you. very first episode is called So-and-so is Terrible. Something like yeah. this, so Somebody's terrible. <sighs> Okay,
0: I'm trying to. <laughs> but
1: okay, I'll just say this: Is it the first episode?
0: Yes, the first episode. You can go ahead. You can spoil it a little bit. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll
1: say this: It it deals with this specifically. Wow. It it yeah. There's a specific point
0: where it deals with AI rights and actors. Because you're taking, because basically it's like their likeness being able to use their face, their voice. Yeah, all in digital, that. like because if, if if you can it's take like, somebody completely out of a movie when you're doing that.
1: Well, they're saying that even if like if, if they give their rights to something digitally one time, then then they're able to take those assets and then repurpose them without paying and
0: compensating the actor again. It's kind of like what CGI is, you know. Once you build the world, you yeah. can kind of always come back to that world and use it over and over again, and it keeps the production low.
1: Yeah, but I'm like. Again, take somebody's likeness and and be able to use it in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Nah, son, not for a one time fee right. and not not without or not without residuals. Like, uh, nah, I don't think so. Right? Like, again, like the, you know, obviously, people in the music industry have dealt with those kind of things for, for for a long time, right? You make the music, you know, we you know Taylor Swift went through our whole thing, re-recording everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't blame them for for wanting to to push back because if they, if they don't, if there won't be any any change, and that's you yeah. know part of the. The nature of it. Yes, the mm-hmm. model has changed, but they have to also push in for their change within the model. Okay? Absolutely. Like, and that's okay. th-
0: that's the whole point of having a union, making sure that that's why you pay all those fees for those freaking unions for sure to fight for you. So you can continuously get paid uh, under- understandable, you know, especially when it comes to image likeness. You know, the one thing I've been following with the sports and all that, how a lot of the kids are now being able to actually get paid for the image and likeness, you know? especially
1: like in a video game, like back in the day, video games, NCAAs. jerseys,
0: anything, uh, they can use their face to sell, um, like to put a poster up into like a restaurant, a local restaurant, whatever their school is, controlling their brand, yeah, and get paid for it. Imagine that, you know, because everybody else has been getting paid off their right, off their talent, absolutely. off their likeness, yeah. And so uh, it it's time for change for a lot of things. So I yeah, I, I think it's awesome.
1: Paradigm shift. The crazy thing, not the crazy, but the shocking thing for me is when I saw Fran Dresser, who I don't I don't know that well. I, all I know is when I see her face, she was on The Nanny back in the day. Mm-hmm. She had that 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 funny laugh. Hey. Oh, oh yeah, what about her? She's like the president of SAG.
0: Oh yeah, it, it's cool when you get and same thing with the Writers Guild. Um, what's our guy's name that uh, that do script notes? They're heavily involved in in the writer part of things. Negotiating, they're just like knee deep in all this legal activities. Like man, it's cool to have somebody that's actually working in the business being part of that. And it's that it's cool to see, yeah. But man, Fran,
1: man, she's
0: like going in. Like it, it, it's cool here
1: because I've only seen her as that they, in that performance. I, I haven't seen her much outside of that. But she's. Mm-hmm. They're on the front line, but she was really going to bed to see how just like shocked they were just at the, the unwillingness for them to move. But I also saw one thing on the, I think it was on the John Campia show in relation to the writers is that like Bob Iger, I think maybe you had to quote of saying that what the writers were, acting, were asking for was like unrealistic and that there's scuttlebutt that maybe <laughs> they're going to try to make an example out of the writers and kind of they're, they're going to just wait them out. Do because they can
0: too? So the thing I've been hearing is that you know we're not in union right now. Um, was looking to getting part of the union for like my DIT stuff that I do the technical stuff, but like mm-hmm. as far as like directing all this stuff, it's like man, nah. you know, we, on the last movie uh, I was part of a lot. There were some people that were union, some, and it was like kind of like half and half. Okay. Um, but what was my point? Um, oh, so there some of the people are saying that they have enough content. Like the studios have enough content to To wait them out, to like yeah. you know, to wait them out, and then on top, they know of- know they they they're getting that money. They're gonna, their money's going to run out much faster than, than a corporation. Bruh. And if you know, like the average salary of a of an actor, and uh, it's it's not sustainable. Um, if that's all you you're using, there's a very few that make like a nice living off their acting, but especially living uh, and if uh, they're living in California, oh, and the cost God, of living. Come on. um so that and along with the writers as well um but what they've been doing their strategy studios is uh purchasing more korean content Mm. and putting it on a platform to so from what i hear they're good for about a year or two in content yeah that's right but i wish i wish uh, luck to the to the the actors guild but yeah so i just
1: wanted to share that and then lastly in the news just want to share that of course uh, according to variety uh Barbie towers over the international box office with 182 million, and Oppenheimer ignites to a huge <laughs> 93.7
0: million dollars. Yes, the most boring. Th- this could very easily be one of the most boring movies ever. What, Oppenheimer? But Oppenheimer, be- yes, but because Christopher Nolan did it, I, he could he he just figured out how to make this thing interesting.
1: I'll tell you this: I've I've I'm interested in seeing this film. Like, I, I didn't watch his the previous film that he did that was based on the war. Um, Me neither. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Maybe one day I will, but I didn't. But I've, I've watched like all of his other films. Yeah, was one of the few ones that I, I didn't see. But this one, I am interested in seeing. Yeah. Um. And there's a lot of hype
0: too. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. It was like maybe a year ago, and they were like doing like this little countdown. And it was like going forever. It was like for a week. Mm. It would just say oh, Oppenheimer, and then it was just like a, a time clocking. Tick! there was time clocking down and I was like what is what's going on here uh, the
1: I've, I've had interest in the kind of the atomic bomb situation in history ever since I was in a, a U.S. history class my freshman year of high school and I had to do a paper I did a paper Uh-oh. on the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki yeah and the two bombs they used the fat man and the little boy Uh-oh. Uh, one was a hydrogen bomb the other was a plutonium bomb but just, these things mm-hmm. just, just stuck in my head now. And, and, then, and just seeing as, you know. You did the research too,
0: man. You're, you know, writing those papers. That stuff sticks with you. Dude, but seeing the devastation, like
1: after the fact mm-hmm. of, like blasts so intense that it literally burns people's shadows onto the wall. Yeah. Like, what? Like that yeah. that kind of heat. And they say if, if a nuclear bomb ever drops, yeah. like if you know one is dropping, don't look at the blast site because the, 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 the light is so bright it can blind you. Like Ooh. literally blind you. Like you're supposed to look away. I've, I've watched some TED talks on this. Holy, that's smokes. that's pretty frightening. It's
0: that intense. It can literally blind you. That's like godlike uh, yeah. power. Yeah. And uh, to have that in the hands of humans is and, and Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer gave it to us. It's it, like wow. But it's also
1: why it has been used since. You yeah. know. What have you done? Yeah, <laughs> and even the the, the fallout. Why right? we talk about fallout and and of what it did to those towns in in Japan was like yeah we're done <laughs> we're we're done like it's that like that's that's bad man it, it's bad but uh, but there's a fascination behind um these and these powerful nuclear nuclear uh, capabilities and it's why people are always you know cautious and scared about them and especially when you deal with superpowers yeah you know, like United States and Russia, China, North Korea, uh, South Korea. Um, and why, you know, like when other countries are trying to enrich plutonium, people will be like, oh, hey, what are you doing over there? What are you doing, Iran? What are you doing, Iraq? And why these things get so touchy? Because the devastation power is, yeah, if the news fly, like it can end everything. The bomb doesn't have to strike on your city just to fall of what how the winds carry, the, the the nuclear waste and radiation, the clouds of smoke that will form my head. There's multiple ways that this kind of devastation can can kill people, societies, and just make life Rough, man. miserable. Nonetheless, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer ignites ignites
0: <laughs> to a huge ninety three point <laughs> seven million dollars. That I have to go. I have to go watch that uh, in the theater. I have to watch it in the Maybe theater. I'm and then even with the Barbie film, like before, it had all this hype when we first originally were talking about it. I was like, Credit Gerwig, you know, she's exactly. directing it. Lady Bird. Yeah, I was like, Okay, we're I know who that is because we covered it, and it? um. I was like all right, I was interested before like any of the images came out just like this this will be interesting I think from Greta's perspective. And sure enough though, uh you know, it has caught its wave. It's pop like it's like pop now, you know what yeah. I, mean? Well, I mean? I mean, of course pop, Barbie's pop, but like Barbie's mainstay, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. but it it's it's it's, it's an interesting thing when those things can you know, kind of hit a cross section and mm-hmm. also like have something to I I feel the the film's going to have something to say as well. Um which I know, I am assume that's why Greta Gerwig wanted, wanted to do it. And even, even Margot Robbie as well.
0: Yeah, and, and I think, honestly, the American uh, public is wanting some new stories, you know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of the same, like, kind of IP stuff, even though this is IP. But um, just, yeah, something that's different but I, I feel like the story isn't that much different you know it's fish out of water it's you know a discovery then you come back to tell come, everybody what you learned of, coming of age coming of age boom it that's it's got it written all over it it's a love story it, and it, and it's got an adventure part of it um uh it's got like some of the some of the class and kind of like the racism stuff is like oh you're a plastic person or you're a real person and all that stuff uh but anyhow I do want to check it out. I was like, okay, then I think the American public want something a little different in the theaters. Yes, sir. Yeah. What else? How how has Flash been doing?
1: Uh, terrible. Oh. <laughs> the, 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 unfortunately for the for the Flash, and I, I felt really bad for the yeah for the film. It's considered one of the
0: I mean one of the worst flops. Um, I had no idea, dude. Like I I had heard something on like. YouTube about it but I hadn't really been following the numbers I went to the theaters and saw it and I forgot a few episodes back I had mentioned I went to go check it out um, but I didn't expect uh, I didn't expect it to flop though neither did I remember like all the hype with uh, was it Tom Cruise or was it one of the other actors saying it was they seen it Tom Cruise and also our, our
1: writer guy
0: um, what did he write
1: uh, he oh man so he wrote um it Oh! Oh! Okay. You know, oh man. What's his freaking name? It is. I can see. It, I can see his face. Like he want to say Stephen. Stubberg, oh, Stephen King. Stephen King. Okay. I
0: thought when you said it, I was thinking screenplay, not the actual original book. Yeah. So Stephen, Stephen King, King. He really? saw. He
1: saw it in advance for, it and he was like, like raving about it. What? Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. So it's you know it's a estimated two hundred million dollar budget budget, and so far it's made. Two hundred sixty-eight million worldwide. Okay, I guess. And that's after being released back in June. Okay, that's not good.
0: It's not good, but I, I was thinking it was it would have been less, like fifty million, and we're
1: we don't but know again, what we're going to. I mean, do. that's that's not even like hitting the the budget. I mean, two hundred yeah. million. We know the, yeah. the marketing <laughs> at least sixty-eight million because that first that first spot hit on the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah,
0: the very first peak of this that's was right. the of Super Bowl advertising. So that alone, wow. We know. I mean, it's. And we That's were excited kind of about it. You know what? It is a flop because we were excited about it. Everybody was very talking about excited, it. and there was a lot of hype. Unfortunately, you know, with the guy, the actor doing terrible things, but still, people even beyond beyond that, I was like, still wanted saying, kind of move that push that aside. I'm still going to watch the movie, you know.
1: <laughs> and here's the thing: the movie, the movie is. It's Did you enter- watch? You watched it, it, didn't? Yeah, you? it's entertaining. It it's is entertaining film, but there's something about how it ends. Is just like uh, it, it doesn't stick the landing. For all the hype, I'm like I felt like oh, this didn't. I didn't want to go and see it again after. I was like, ah, okay. It was yeah. great to see Michael Keaton again. There was there were some cool scenes, but it wasn't it just wasn't quite enough. It did not stick the landing. No, it,
0: it, um, I was entertained by it. for me, that killed it was the CGI. I was like, this mm. this is inappropriate. Mm. <laughs> this shouldn't this shouldn't be this bad. But also on the flip side, you know, for two hundred million, it shouldn't be that bad. I'm sorry. On
1: the flip side, all, with DC, uh, honestly, in the phase of a of a soft reboot, yeah, it kind of doesn't really matter. I mean, cannot canonically it doesn't really matter because like with with James Gunn, the Reigns, the you know, we're gonna have a new Superman. I assume we're gonna have to maybe have a new Flash. I don't know if they're gonna stick with Ezra Miller, but hmm. I don't think Ben Affleck's gonna be back. I think I think there's gonna be a new Batman. We got Robert Pattinson, but he's not a, he's not a part of this whatever universe. He's standalone. But I think it's going to be some changes. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to
0: the new Superman. I don't care about Aquaman. Yeah. And that Batman was a flop too, wasn't it? No.
1: Batman was solid.
0: It did it did uh, well at theaters? Yeah. It, yeah, did. yeah okay. it, did, it, did, it did well. It did well okay. enough.
1: I've only, I've only watched it once. It was so dark. Like, literally, like the cinematography. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's going on? I can't see anything. <laughs> there was don't a,
0: you worry about it. This is a magic trick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just listen for the thumps. <laughs> this is good sound design. But... Uh, yeah, it was it was very dark. Anyway, so yeah, Flash. Unfortunately, not not too well. If you want to see a really good Flash movie, um, animated film called The Flash Point, no, the Flash Paradox, Flashpoint Paradox, okay. animated film by DC. It's the it's the a similar story of of what Flashpoint is, but it's so good. It really flushes out what the original comic book story was. And uh, yeah, you could probably find that on Max. Okay,
0: okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. Which you've been watching, man. Are we on that?
1: Yes, we are. Man, I was almost going to jump into the into the promo. I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, there's, there's something in between. Ah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of DC, actually, there's a, a new show that they have that, that's on Cartoon Network on the Adult Swim. It comes on Friday nights at like midnight, but then it's on Max the next day. So I just wait till the next day. I'm an old man now. I don't want to stay until midnight to watch a show. But it's on Max the next day. It's called <laughs> My Adventures with Superman. Okay, so It's a new animated series. They're on episode five as of this recording or uh-huh. episode five is going to be coming out there's a, so four episodes so far but it's a kind of a new fresh take on superman he's, he's like just getting he's just landed in metropolis he's a young reporter you got a young lois lane and a, and a, and a young jimmy olsen they're all interns of the daily planet and they're trying to get their break right to be you know considered actual reporters and of course danger ensues and of course clark has to Dip out and and then show up as Superman. So this is also Superman first time appearing in Metropolis. So we're, we're kind of getting on that ground level kind of adventure. It's got a it's got a anime kind of style to it, and some of the kind of animeous tropes. In some in terms of some of the reactions that have become it's very popular over the past couple of years. And uh, yeah, it's pretty enjoyable so far. And they're kind of introducing different villains, but it's very it's very modern, and uh, that's th- fun. But yeah, my adventures with Superman. It's, it's, what I like is that the attraction between Clark and Lois is like. Boom! It's like it's like right there from the beginning. Like they have this this flirtation. It's, it's just real cute. So so far I'm enjoying it. My adventures with Superman. And what platform is that again?
0: Max. Okay. Um, dude, did you ever watch Dawson's Creek?
1: No, I never got into
0: Dawson's Creek. <laughs> never watched any other. You I never it. I in of. I saw Casey's face when he said no. It was like a like a disdain. <laughs> I'm it <sorry>. was. <laughs> well, I know I haven't read <laughs> it. Never seen <laughs> it. <laughs> Never seen it. Never seen it. I, I feel the same way though. Like the cringe. Like kind of like the uh, how you you like called me out. and I was like, ah, oh, no, uh, I, I feel it was the no, I, was just, fan in the I world. can relate. <laughs> oh,
1: okay.
0: same way. Uh, I I'm same. I didn't watch it. I it didn't. I felt like it wasn't for me. on you. Dawson's Creek. No, I No,
1: just I just kidding. No, no disrespect right? to Dawson's Creek. I know there's some. I remember some big fans of it in in college. Like people would. Have little watch parties at Northwood, like they they Are would like serious? it was it was a serious thing. Yeah, people were wow. into it.
0: Now, okay. So it is what platform is it on? HBO. It's on Max. Um for whatever reason, I I hit play. I was like, well, it's just hit the playing, you know. I don't want to play. Man, they got the 90s style like the the pants, the baggy pants. I like, "Dude, I remember all the, the flannel all." Taking this your stuff.
1: back. Oh yeah, that's 90s for sure.
0: What? Plush play start first scene. Dawson is making a movie. He's directing a movie. Oh. So he's a film buff. Uh-oh. He's a cinephile and got him coach specifically Spielberg. Got him. That, and so kind of going with our you know theme today with you know uh, Back to the Future, executive produced by uh, Steven Spielberg. Yes, yeah. So Dawson's thing, he lives in this in his head in his little world of you know idealism and magic and romance and things like that. So he kind of lives in his head, and there's a lot of filmmaking stuff. So he he this this character it uh, sucked me in, me and the wife, and we've been watching. I had Dawson's no idea this Creek. was going to happen. That's <laughs> well, like I didn't me. plan this. That's like
1: me in Dallas, dude. It just these things happen. <laughs>
0: yes, I, I thought about you in Dallas. Great shows will find you. <laughs> yes, I was like, wow, how did this happen? And watching it, and um, we we just wrapped up the first season. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: welcome to Dawson's Creek. We're watching these shows of these locate these location titled shows, dude.
0: Dallas, Dawson's Creek, dude, and it's it's in. It, they're in, uh, they're in Massachusetts. Uh, really, they're in Massachusetts. Huh? Yeah, so like you, they deal with so racism. I was gonna say
1: probably not a lot of black folks.
0: There's one. I mean, they all and they look at it as a bad thing. Like, oh, you're dating the black guy, and that oh. is like they like straight up like talk about this stuff. Wow, I'm like dang It's like I've been let into this world. I'm not supposed to be watching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, this is black guy watching us. What are
0: you doing? <laughs> turn that TV off. They turn around.
1: I think that would be a, uh, that'd be kind of funny. Uh,
0: <laughs> turn it off. It's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. They turn my TV off. What's going on? Oh, oh man. but I didn't expect it like that. That is so random. Dawson's Seats Creek. Taken. Oh man. Oh man. It is great.
1: So right before you came over here, I was kind of perusing through. Amazon and all of a sudden the show popped up that I that I remember my dad watching on HBO back when I was a kid called First and Ten. Oh yeah. Football. It Absolutely was a football show. That was comedy, wasn't it? Um it's kind of a maybe a little bit of comedy a little bit of a little uh, bit of drama. Uh-huh. Like it was a sports action, like a sports drama. I do remember drama. first
0: and ten for sure.
1: Sports drama show. But I, I remember seeing the I would always been seeing the promos for it. And every now and then my my dad watching it. I didn't remember who was in it or anything like that, but mm-hmm. just the, the promo image showed showed OJ, OJ Simpson. Okay. And somebody like kind of putting a forearm to him or whatever. I'm like, yeah. first and 10, because it had been crossing my mind of like just in all the nostalgic shows. And sure enough, it's on freebie. So I watched, ah. I just watched the first episode of first and 10.
0: Okay.
1: And I'm, I'm going to watch another. I, <laughs> I'm like, what? And it starts off like a little bit of a shocker. I was like, oh, whoa. And yeah. and stuff they're saying the there that they, they they would have a hard time getting away with in, in twenty twenty. But there's some racial like the man, there's some racial stuff like from the jump, the way the quarterback is talking to the to his fellow players, yeah, like straight up racial stuff. Like he he was like, Hey, you black guys need to need to uh get it together and whatever's going on and you stop those apes on the other side they're like hey hey wait a minute what are you calling us calling them apes you know he goes they're, they're, they're black men too he's like you know he's no but you guys are on my team so you're black guys those other guys they're apes i was like what the heck wow but it's, it's kind of raw it's yeah. kind of it's kind of raw and uh delta burke who i only know from designing women i remember oh. seeing those images she's in it mm-hmm She's looking good. She's okay. like slim, gonna, looking good. But anyway, okay. so it's interesting. Hello. It kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Ted Lasso. Okay. Because she gets the team from basically divorcing her husband and gets the team, the the Chicago, um, what are they called? Bullets, mm-hmm. I want to say. Or maybe it's the California Bullets. Their dancers are called the Bullets. Okay. Which is, you know, to Anyway, so yeah, so I just watched the first episode of First and Ten. First and Ten. Probably going to check out check out a few more here
0: and there. What else have you been watching? Dude, a uh, couple weeks back, I had started <clears throat> Avatar, Way of Water. Like, I was intending to go watch the theater, but I don't know. Like, the trailer, didn't, it, it looks great. Fantastic technology, et cetera. But I wasn't moved to go watch it. Um, so... I started watching. It's a long movie. It's like three hours and I think nineteen minutes. So I started watching it and (laughs) finally, and I finally finished it uh, the other day. And it was like might as well just been another movie, you know. (laughs) The last hour I finished it. It was okay. Was it worth your time? It's it was okay. I don't think
1: so. That's a no. You're a busy man. Yeah, you're a busy man, Richard. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It wasn't more enjoyable for you. I'll say. I'll say that. Nobody wants to. Yeah, just come out three hours, okay. Especially three hours. That's, okay, three hours. Three hours. that's
0: mm. lord. I had to break that up over weeks, but um, and so from on a, that for years, so so from a technology standpoint, it's so well done that the CGI is like seamless, like it feels like these people are real. Mm. It's it's that's a marvel within itself. Mm. Um, but like story wise, it's like, okay, we've we've done this, gotcha. we're just doing it on water. Mm. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like it's the same from See it a, again, yeah, but on water, <laughs> yeah. And the CGI is better now. And so like that technology, I'll be interested in what, how he uses that, or maybe he licenses it out to some of these other people that need it, i.e., <laughs> Flash. Um, <because laughs> he de- he, de- I know he developed new technology to make
1: that film, new new cameras, all kinds of absolutely. stuff, absolutely to pull it off. I mean, again, I don't bet. I've learned not to bet against James Gunn.
0: It looks it. It's so. It looks real, it, like it tricks your brain into thinking these fools are actually <laughs> Na'vi people that are running around like these mm. people exist. Like that's how good it looks. Um, but yeah, I think that technology, if you license it out and let other people use it, um, you can tell some more stories. But anyhow, I wouldn't really recommend that off top. But uh, yeah, for technology reasons, it's okay. Okay,
1: nice, nice. So one really high spot um, for uh, watching this week and news wise was learning that. Invincible season two is on its way. It will drop on November 3rd of 2023. Yep. And with that, so Robert Kirkman, like this weekend, as it's recording, the San Diego comic con is taking place. So there's a lot of announcements that have been coming out. Won't dive into all of those, but I will mention that as well as the boys season five or season four. Mm -hmm. That's going to be dropping in September. Okay. So some good Amazon, Amazon, um, action happened. Amazon prime action. Um, with that. So today as, or yesterday, no, Friday. When did I tell you about this? Um, it's said Friday night, was that Friday? It was Friday yeah, evening, Friday, yeah. Friday evening. Right. So Friday evening, um, Kirk, James Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is it James Kirkman? I'm tripping. Uh, Robert Kirkman. There we go. Robert, Robert Kirkman had made the announcement that when Invincible season three was coming. And with that, that same day they dropped Invincible. Adam, Eve yeah which is a prequel story of the origin of Adam Eve it's about 50 minutes long nice little piece obviously totally done in the invincible style animation nice little story it's got it's got got all the things you expect it's got her you know her her parents you find out her origin it's got the violence that we expect from the invincible (laughs) series the carnage it's 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 a nice little piece it really it really is a nice nice piece and the the very
0: opening of it is pretty cool too. I've watched probably about four or five minutes of it so, so far. So you've seen the opening then? So the I've opening. seen the uh the woman who's pregnant. Yeah. And she's going through birth right now and they're looking for Where's the where's the kid? Where's where are they at?
1: huh. That's where I'm at. So you saw the opening where they showed the uh, what's the name of that team? They they they're basically their analog, they're the analog of the Justice Team. I forget team. the name of the team, bro. The, the, the something defenders or something like that. Oh, the, the Global Defenders? Yeah, Global Defenders. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that.
0: Oh okay, yeah, it's but global we, something for sure.
1: Yeah, but we see them again, we see them in action, which is cool. I, I would I would love to see uh, individual film on each of their kind of backgrounds cuz we even see Black Samson pre power loss.
0: Yeah. It and could like, be Global oh. the Global Guardians.
1: I think that's it. Actually, yeah. The Global Guardians. So we see them, and they're all working together. And we see Omni Man, yeah, like show up, you know, for to kind of help the team as a quote unquote reservist. Yeah. Anyway, I, I would love to see more about these characters and their kind of individual origins. Like I'll take I'll take a, a origin story on, on each of them. Like I, I I'm, I'm in I'm in this Let's world. Go. Absolutely. Let's go.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, so uh, season two of Invincible coming
0: November third. And then um watch another episode of Invasion Marvel or the Secret in- Invasion. Secret Invasion. So we you know, me and the kids we watch it. It's um it's enjoyable, but it's just trying to like, hey, let's get this over with ah. <laughs> I'm trying to like, like hey man, just y'all should just drop this. Like I don't we don't need to wait a week for this. Just just drop! <laughs>
1: i haven't guessed it by now. Reginald is—he doesn't like to to wait
0: episode episode.
1: <laughs> he wants the whole kitten caboodle. He wants to uh,
0: binge it. Yeah, absolutely. Binge through now. Especially like this has, like I'm like I'm not looking for like oh, I can't wait for next week. You know like the Captain America one that one I had there was some suspense there I was like when's that gonna drop? You know we we're we we're actually waiting for that one to drop. Uh, Widow Black Widow that one was the same way. Um what, right? Wandavision? Was, Wandavision. Why did I say Black Widow? She had uh, a
1: not so great movie. But. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I misspoke. Wandavision. That was one. Black
1: Widow. I know I didn't miss. nothing. One, that,
0: right? There was some excitement with Wandavision waiting for that to come next week. True, you know, that true. one in Captain America, I was like, all right, you know, I, I can't. Oh, this is a good. Oh, yeah, that's right. It dropped today. Or um the Regina King Watchmen, uh, you know, yeah. waiting for that. Like, you know, there was some suspense. This one, like, you're wasting my time. This. Just drop it, so we can watch it and get it over with. <laughs> you waste. Uh, you wasting my time. You playing games. Just, just drop it. Just, 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 just drop. So we can get it out. Get it out the oh, way. Oh
1: man! You should just wait for the for them to finish it, and then and then just bend right through. Right. <laughs> You're putting yourself through these through these
0: pains, right? Oh man! But I forget so about this it. one. It's one of the ones like we kind of forget about. Like, oh, there's a new one that drops today. Okay, let's go ahead and check that out. Every we're,
1: Wednesday, I think a, we're on the. We only got like two episodes left.
0: My God, I was like, we can condense this. Like, I'm tripping. I thought it's been enjoyable so far. Yeah, uh,
1: it, it's 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 been building up. Seeing guys, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but um, you know, seeing when you learn who is a scroll because yeah. that's the whole thing with 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 Secret Invasion. It's all yeah. about. Scrolls have infiltrated our society yeah. and not everybody is good and nice like Skrullos not Skrulls, that's the world they're from, like Talos. Yeah. Um, and you begin to figure out who is a scroll, who's not a scroll, but even more so, who is a good scroll? Yeah. And who's a bad scroll? And these people can take the shape and, and face of anybody. Yeah. So who can you trust? No one. Yeah. So but yeah, I, I, I like the way the last episode ended because now we're about to get into some things. Like we, we see... That's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, like, okay. Here we, here we go. So the last thing I, I'll mention that I watched was on Roku. Ooh. They've got their own, little, their own channel. Our, move, and our movie's on there too. Yes, it is. Grand River Matter Films with Natural Hair, the movie, available on Roku as well as Tubi. Boom. Please like it and leave a review. Now... Speaking of that, while you're on Roku, you could also check out Weird Al.
0: Oh. It's it's a it's a feature film, it's not a documentary, is it? It's more of a mockumentary. It's oh it's it's really well done though. It's
1: you know, because Weird Al, for those of you who aren't familiar with, with Weird Al Yankovic. He's awesome. He is known for taking existing songs. Taking them and changing the lyrics to them and and turning them into spoofs. Yeah, it it started with um, the first song that he he did was
0: from was it Michael Jackson?
1: No, it, no, he did that. That's like his, maybe his third song. The first song he did was. Um, well the second song he did was was Queens, another one bite the bites the dust. He yeah. turned into another one rides the bus. Oh. And another one on, another one comes on, another one rides the bus. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty pretty fun. I, I didn't even know that till I watched this. Just this. eat it. Oh yeah. And so the the funny thing about it is right, he's all about making these spoof versions of people's videos. Yeah. But even his biopic is a spoof of his own history. I love it. He's like he's like trolling his own history, which is which is pretty genius. And mm-hmm. it, it it goes to some wild places. And Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al is 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 pretty pretty awesome. Okay, but he's he's yeah just going places. And even Weird Al himself makes a cameo as somebody else. But uh, wait a minute, that's Weird Al right there. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a fun it's a fun little romp. But it's 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 it's, it's wild and he even yeah, it, yeah it, it's wild but, but it's, it's spoofing other biopics kind of bringing in those other tropes I'm with it but yeah Weird Al on Roku Yankovich he had a TV a movie called Veach. U H F. UHF
0: that, I like that one I don't know I don't I've know never
1: if, actually watched it yeah. I want to see it it's actually it's on Tubi or, or Freevee. it's on one of those so I'm going to yeah. check it out maybe maybe next week
0: I was a, f- I was a fan of Weird Al
1: UHF I, I did watch that music video that music video is cool because it takes a, a lot of artists that he hadn't spoofed yet, and mm-hmm. is spoofing them in that music video. That's what I'm talking about. Like Prince's "Doves Cry." Oh, that's right. He's spoofing the heck out of that in that video. It's like man, but but we don't has that hair where it's kind of got it's kind of permy already and curly. Yeah. So he's but Jewish, right? Maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. He looks like potentially. I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what. I also kind of me down a, a, a rabbit trail watching some of his music videos. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you ever seen Living with a Hernia? No. So he spoofed James Brown's Living in America.
0: <laughs>
1: it's ah, ah, It's pretty funny, man. <laughs> he's I mean he's on stage and everything and yeah. and uh, and he's what else got some moves. I don't yeah. know. I mean like he's 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 trying to, you know, do his best James Brown yeah. and and he, yeah. he and he always, you know, makes it silly, but he's busting a couple moves in the in the music video but he's like <laughs> Living with a Hernia. I might have seen that. I saw it once as a kid because you know yeah. back in the eighties you had to wait for when the video absolutely
0: absolutely but uh, was I was advanced. like
1: I was like what is this I knew I knew who Weird Al was I was like what he's I was like I knew it was clearly spoofing <laughs> Living in America oh uh, it's it's <laughs> it's pretty wild I'm like man it's oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. man um, but yeah so Weird Al on Roku feel free to check
0: it out one of the last ones I watched was I'm a Virgo did I talk about this last time no you did not I'm a Virgo it's um. F- boots Riley who did sorry to bother you yes sir so this is his um uh it's like afro surrealism mm-hmm. it um it's weird it's out there mm-hmm. about a, I i think he's 14 feet tall um teenager that's 14 feet tall and we follow his adventures of him a coming of age story I just saw. I kept seeing the promo
1: pics on Prime Video, yeah, and I was like, "What is this?" And I <laughs> and the trailer finally played at the end of the episode of First and Ten that I saw. I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is about a giant Negro." <laughs> ah, I've been trying to figure. Okay, all right. Let's see, Now I've got some some, some context. <laughs> I may check, I may check this out. Like what is this? I just kept seeing none of the, none of the key art made any, it didn't make like, any sense. What is it about?
0: To, yeah, that's then, that's Bruce Riley. Like he's an auteur so when you watch one of his films, you know what you're in for, kind of thing.
1: You dumb. I, when I watched Sorry to Bother You, I thought I knew what I was in for, and then I saw the end, I was like, well, I didn't, I didn't know I was in for this. Yeah, I didn't, I
0: didn't know what I signed up for.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was none of the trailers had any mention of this stuff at the end. <laughs>
0: So is it a yes. movie or is it a show? It's a show. It's a show, my bad. You you watch the whole thing? Watched the whole thing. Binged it. Liked it. Um okay. but it but it's out there a little bit, you know, and that's just it's an acquired taste. That's that's Boots Riley, you know. But it for um African American content, it's needed. We need original stuff. We don't need to keep seeing the same stories.
1: There's the there's also that new um it's, I don't know it might be a movie or show, but it's the one with Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. and Colin oh, Tyrone. Yeah, that one I do want to see. I, I, I didn't mm-hmm. see the trailer for that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I want to check that out. And it's also got our girl who's playing Monica Rambeau in the Marvels. Uh oh, that's right.
0: She was in uh, uh, what's, what's her name? Scarlet Witch. Wandavision. Yeah. She was in WandaVision, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Excuse me. Indeed. Um I think that's it. That's it for me, man.
1: Yeah, and all again, I'm still been watching the Chosen on Amazon. Um, no, Peacock, boom, yeah, which is fantastic. Again, yeah, you need a little Jesus in your life. Chosen, yeah, check it out; it's fantastic. And the Donna Reed Show. Again, I'm, I'm all, all my old school mm. stuff. I've been enjoying the Donna Reed Show. Okay, again, that's it's just entertaining. It's just <laughs> it's it's it's
0: simple. So, what you know, platform? What platform? Also on Peacock. Okay, cut the check, Peacock. Yes. Um now let's um jump into the show. Thank you for tuning in to Film Maker Commentary. We're talking about Back to the Future 1985 written and directed by Robert Zemeckis. And let me let us jump into the uh scenario. Scenario synopsis. Yeah. All right. A small town California teen, Marty McFly, is thrown back into the 50s when an experiment by his eccentric scientist friend, Doc Brown, goes awry. Traveling through time in a modified DeLorean car, Marty encounters young versions of his parents and must make sure that they fall in love or he will cease to exist. Back to the future.
1: And if this is your first time listening to filmmaker commentary, please know that there will be spoilers orders. you've been forewarned. And I'm going to introduce our cast.: Yes, yeah, so the cast of 1985's "Back to the Future" includes the excellent Michael J. Fox. Yep. The eccentric and wild Christopher Lloyd, the lovely Leah Thompson. The enigmatic Crispin Glover. The talented Tom Wilson. That's all that's worth mentioning. There's some other people, but those are the ones we've, we would know. And then also early came in by one Billy Zane, who's been in many a film,
0: oh. 80s and 90s fame. Okay. Um, back in the day, how did you watch this film? This film It came out in 1985. So when were you introduced to this film? I was introduced to
1: this probably somewhere around 86, 87, via mm-hmm. VHS, or maybe on HBO. I may have watched it on HBO, but it was I was still... Early in my childhood, still in early elementary. And as a family, we sat down and watched it and just was blown away.
0: Same. It was VHS for me, and I was enamored by this movie. And uh, yeah, swooped in, ended up being one of my top films of all time. It just has everything.
1: It really does. Like this, again, I hadn't seen this in years decades over 20 years it's been yeah. at least 20 years
0: Dang. maybe
1: 30 years since i've seen this film i didn't realize it had been that long yeah but hot diggity dog it is it's solid man yeah yeah solid just runs at a great clip it's entertaining and they and they handle the <laughs> subject that is so kind of weird a little edifice no. action it's like wow that this this could be really creepy and it's it's just enough where we 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 experience Marty's uncomfortableness with it, but it's handled like flawlessly the way they pull it off. Mm-hmm. It's a dilemma, but it's not like it's not do not make it like where it's like totally gross. It's like oh yeah, that's his mom yeah, but it's enough where it's comedic where Michael J. Fox is is, is you know him trying to avoid it, and and, and it's it's what's, it's perfectly done.
0: Uh how did you watch the film this time around?
1: Picked up a Blu ray three pack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. From uh, one movie trading company, uh the twenty fifth anniversary edition. hmm Um that has all three all three discs in it. So you can bet that we uh we're we'll probably be jumping into
2: yeah.
1: other
0: Back to the Future films as we make a Zemeckis run. Indeed. How about yourself? Same man, went to the movie trading company and uh went on just bought the trilogy. I, I had the DVDs back in the day, uh, but I think it was just time to go ahead and get the Blu ray. They've been seems like they re- keep remastering every 10 years or something like that, every five years. So, um, yeah, and the transfer looked good, like I was like impressed. Like, this is uh, this looks fantastic, but you can see now that it's so clear, you can kind of see like where the makeup, like where they were kind of compensating for, like film, like you can. You have to like do up the makeup a certain way in, in order it to come across a certain way on film. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now, since it's so clear, it's like, ooh, it's too, it's too crispy. You know, you can see the flaws in the makeup. Yeah. But it's all right. That's technology. Uh, what did you like or not like uh, with the film?
1: Man, my likes include obviously this, this, uh, this great cast. They were all doing their things, and they all worked so well off of Michael J. Fox, who is the—I mean, he's he's the linchpin for the whole film. Uh, the story, again, it's it, it's tight, it, it's clear, and and again, you didn't have too many time traveling stories outside of H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, and maybe some episodes of Star Trek. Time travel wasn't as uh, frequently dealt with as it is nowadays.
0: Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is the. Foundation for time travels. I, I, t- I tell you this much. Time travel, yeah, uh, Watching this like
1: makes me want to watch Avengers Endgame because I I, I keep right? what, what I constantly <laughs> hear in my mind is um, is, <laughs> is Paul Rudd saying, <laughs> oh, "Back to the teachers all bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so disappointed that at least in this in this in this Avengers world that those principles don't apply. Like remember the rules of time travel, and <laughs> is like, "Tell me you're not basing this." On Back to the Future, yeah, he's like, well, this, this, those are the rules, and then, and then, Roddy comes in and just rattles off all these other like time traveling films. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, fun, it's a fun scene, but this makes me want to watch Endgame for that's funny. for that interaction.
0: Yeah, it made me think about some, talking about the Flash because they're dealing with time travel, but then also in the Flash, remember Marty. Um, Michael J. Fox is, not in the Flash version, in his timeline, it's Eric Schultz. Everybody's like, yeah, everybody knows about Back to That's the
1: Right? I was trying to remember where that happens. So I was like, wait a minute, I saw a film recently like, where Eric <laughs> Schultz was still was had played Marty McFly.
0: It was the Flash. It a, was. I was racking my brain. That for was it. a
1: great line in that film. That was oh man, that was actually really funny. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to appreciate the Flash more later on. It's yeah. One of those things like okay, now that I have to worry about the box office, all that kind of stuff, that right. hype be able to appreciate the film for what it was because there's some there's some good it's a funny film like yeah. the Ezra Miller playing against you know Barry Allen playing against Barry Allen like yeah. and just getting powers there's some funny stuff there so I think I'll appreciate it more now that I know how it ends okay I don't care about
0: the ending now right? but just enjoying the rest of the film for what it was absolutely so that's what maybe because I was racking my brains like where what did we watch I was asking my wife what did we watch and they talk about Eric Schultz is still in it and I was like what, what is that I was like, oh we didn't watch I took my son to go watch uh-huh. movie, and it was the flash thank you I was like I was like, man what did I see <laughs> where
1: well, that joke was there yeah and I was, you know I was wondering also why it felt like I had seen this more recently yeah. it's because I had watched the, the films that the movies that made us on Netflix and they oh, had that episode okay. about Back to the Future Yeah. that made me feel like I had watched the film recently but it was that it was that episode that yeah that made me get the feels. Yeah, absolutely fooled my mind, you tricked me. Huh. What did you like about the film? Everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when I bought it, when I went to the movie trading company, bought it, I found it and put it on there said He's like, "Hey, you may I help you today." I'm just buying the best film that was ever made. He said, "Well, that's you know up for debate." You shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> 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 You'll catch the rim of me Watch your mouth. <laughs> Bring me up. Oh, yeah, he said. Well, I just you know, I wasn't in that generation, so I said, "Well, what's yours?" And he he mentioned Wizard of Oz. I was like, "All right, you know, that's classic." But how know. was this, how old was this person? This guy had to be thirty one. Wait a minute,
1: how's he gonna be that much younger and and go Wizard of Oz? Like, you realize so. that this came out much. Earlier. Yeah, so. <laughs>
0: Wizard of Oz is like thirty nine. Like he was just a different guy. He was that's just like something. he grew up with his uh, grandparents. And so he, that he says everything. <laughs> <laughs> that says a whole lot. And so he said that was he said that, yeah uh, I like Wizard of Oz yeah I grew up around my grandparents so like last I didn't watch some of this stuff till later on in life and thirty one years old yeah and that's me estimating could be twenty eight it could be, be thirty two but. Okay. He should know better. He's <laughs> a, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> Shame. Shame.
1: No shade of the Wizard of Oz. I like the Wizard yeah, of Oz. It's, it's a classic. A, it's so,
0: it is it, a classic. you know, it, when it comes to class films, it's like, okay. It makes A list. A <laughs> <laughs> list? That's very specific of you. Reginald? Oh, man. <laughs> and so, uh, and then he had Superstar. As one of the another films, that was like on his top ten. So I need to go and so sit down. This right guy's not that. qualified. So I was like, I never. <laughs> looked, like okay, just oh, just okay. ring me up, pal. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> enough out of you.
1: Let's, let's 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 keep the chatter to a minimum here. I'm just making a transaction. I'll be on my way.
2: Good day, sir. Good
1: day. Good day. <laughs>
0: Superstar. Superstar. What?
1: That's like like yeah. the one with the armpits, isn't it? I can give you some respect on Wizard of Oz. But.
0: Yeah, I would let that one slide, but dude, I can't let superstar slide. <laughs> You're a grown man. Not no, only back good. to the future. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh you need to go back to the island. Find another film <laughs> sir. Man, but going back and looking at it, like there's every I like this whole film, but as a kid, but like kind of go like I can appreciate the performances more, especially with Doc. Like he's so aloof and like his energy is like contagious in a way. Money. Yeah, I was like, what drugs is this guy?
1: <laughs> this man has been, uh, and he's so chill,
0: like when you see him interviewing, he's so chill. Oh, Christopher then, Lloyd, yeah. yeah, so chill. But then he is just amped up, in it. like when he steps out of the uh, Delorean for the first time, he like steps out and he's just like looking off into space, and he like catches himself, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like he's got these subtle things, he's like
1: these like, quirks, right? Yeah. When when okay when they have the Delorean, he's he's remotely. Has it further away, and he, he has Einstein inside it, and he has the the DeLorean coming towards them. Yeah, and Marty is filming on the camcorder, and just for like apparently no reason at all, <laughs> Doc just looks over at Marty, and he's like just looking at him. He doesn't say anything. He's just looking at him, like 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 trying to figure something out. Right, and Marty's just there with the camcorder, kind of looks back at him, and Doc doesn't. He doesn't say anything. Just. Then this looks right back. I'm like, what the but it's those quirks you like, you're wondering, what's going through his mind? What's yeah. going on in that mind of yours? Yeah. It's just it's it's just brilliant. It's like he he encapsulates he flushes out this character with those little quirks, like, wow, that's this guy. he's on it. But yeah. you hear you hear Christopher Lloyd in interviews and he's just he's so down to earth, he's just like, Wow, this guy is he is an actor. Yeah. You know, in the theater and all that kind of stuff. Theater! But yeah
0: christopher Lloyd. yeah so i I could appreciate that a whole lot more and crispin with his crazy and he might be thrown off for real and oh, yeah so yeah <laughs> you hear
1: some of these behind the scenes you're like oh Chris- well, he wanted to do what for what scene yeah
0: it was <laughs> so but i could appre- yeah the performances i appreciate the performances so much more especially um i didn't understand as a little kid like man they're older how do they do that? Like I didn't understand like the technical stuff behind all Leia that. Yeah, Thompson and I was like, wow,
1: they're real young playing,
0: playing. older people. And not
1: just not like just like senior citizen old. We're talking like middle like, mm, yeah. like middle forties. So yeah. like but man, they make them look old. I'm like I'm in my forties. Like
0: oh. hey, we look a
1: lot different than when we were eighteen. That's, that's true. People are, but people are taking better care of themselves. Like how they handle that. 40s, how they handle forties. <laughs> Back in the day 30s used to be like Oh you're in your 30s now <laughs> But Leah Thompson In particular The way she handles Her herself Yeah In her 40s uh, as, as as a mom of, of three
0: So Kind of crush dreams almost She played three different versions So she's playing Her younger self As like I'm innocent But not really oh, Not really Pretty And then she plays The overweight Alky Uh huh and, and then She plays the The judgmental overweight Alky Yeah like super judgmental and oh, then yeah. the hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't like that girl. Yeah, When I was your age, I never was in the back seat of a car.
0: She know? said I was never in a car parked or whatever. Yeah, and then Marty's like kind of looking like, why would she say parked? Like it doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> but that's what they called it. Mm, parking. I've parked before, mm. you know. <laughs> so, uh, so be, being very judgmental, overweight, drinking, and like just. Looking horrible. And then Rough. to being like the open, free, you know, her successful. You're living the best life, successful, happy life as a married as the same age but married. So like a healthy version and a not so healthy version. Man, let's be life.
1: honest. She initially, you know, the version of uh McFly that she married, he was a loser. He was a Oh man. He was a oh, man like man. he had he had that moment. Yeah. That was it though. It was like but but yet in what moment? Well, he, well, so I guess it was different though cuz the time changed. Like when they got together and met they're, they're never, they 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 never just went to the dance naturally Because the car had hit him She took yeah. him in And they, they kind of connected from there so Yeah, he, so that's so he, their
0: love story That's where it starts from exactly, him being hit Exactly,
1: yeah In that in that version of time He never had that moment Where he decked Biff
0: Never happened Yeah, so he always was just under He was always bullied. Under
1: Biff's thumb Yeah Like his whole freaking life Like yeah. stayed in the same town Ugh. Like you and your bully Go to work for the same company yeah. And your bully is your boss Hello, McFly Oh, man <laughs> That's just terrible. I know. Got I you know. doing his work and oh. and still using the same lines. I need time to to retype this. You know, your your you know my reports and your handwriting. I'll, I'll get fired. You want that to happen? Do you? <laughs> oh man. And just no, no, not good with conflict.
0: I'm just not good with conflict, dude. Like man, that's that's rough. That's rough. It makes you think. Oof. This whole this whole. Movie makes you think about your life and the choices you make. Mm. Um, so that's what I do like about it. This is one that makes you think, like, man, what if I would have made this different decision in my life? How would it have panned out? Who
1: should I have punched in my past?
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> for real. <laughs> hmm. Should have uh, laid
1: had a couple of more knuckle sandwiches. Yeah, done. be in jail.
0: <laughs> you know, like uh. yeah, for real yeah. assault. Because uh. a lot of people don't talk about this, but when you knock somebody out, a lot of times people die because their head hits the concrete. Uh, assault. Like, yeah. murder. <laughs> yeah, mm. literally. Yeah. I was just
1: standing up for myself.
0: Yeah, but when you hit them, they fall like a bag of bricks, and they and that that, yeah, that that
1: extra impact again when Marty just stopped the car and he stumbled back. I, I like the way they portrayed how was how he his body hit okay, but it's his head,
0: and boom. that's exactly how people die, and
1: that was all that was needed, you know yeah. again when anyway yeah yeah okay. that was that was that was that was that yeah. was true concussion, yes sir um but uh, one of the like I put I just put movie magic absolutely this 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 captures that sense of of wonder mm-hmm. of. Why we go to the movies, and they said a couple times that in screenings of this film afterwards, when the credits rolled, audiences breaking out into applause like that, I would have loved to have seen this in in the in the theaters mm-hmm. at the time because it yeah. didn't it was enamoring as a kid in eighty six eighty seven when I saw it man seeing have seen this in a the theater that would have that would have been like
0: magical yeah, that would have been different um any dislikes mm, no. I don't think so.
1: I'll, I'll tell you. I guess I will add this to a like because so many times we watch the films when we say dislikes, and sometimes we have to bring up some racial things. Yeah. What I do like so there's one black character. Uh huh. Well, that has a speaking part in this film. There's several they have speaking parts. Oh, right, the brothers at the Earth end. Earth Angel. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but you're right. You're the brothers at the at the end in in the band. The reefer hits. Oh, you know what I will say? I don't like that. History gets g- kind of redone that this one that black people don't invent rock and roll that Chuck Berry oh here's the sound from Marty and that's where yeah. rock and roll comes from Mike it's, it's kind of like, weird Meh. it's it's uh like them specifically saying oh this guy we want to make make it where this guy invents rock and roll Mike
0: and that's a that's a I think that's a flaw in the writing yeah yeah that's a little, that's and they really call
1: up like this chuck berry's cousin or whatever hey chuck you know that sound you've been listening looking for Well, listen to this and it's like, yeah it's like say like okay that's weird but but no but uh but i do like that that the mayor of the city in the 80s yeah is uh goldie
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that yeah that he that he's you know that works his way up from working in the to shop, or whatever, and mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, I, I appreciated that because we
0: because we see that he is the mayor at the beginning because his face is plastered everywhere. Exactly. He, then he gets the He's up idea. for re-election. Yeah, and then we get the He gets the idea from our like, I like the way that sounds, uh, Mayor Goldie. So, so I kind of took it as so Rob Zamakers and them say that oh he invented this like like by but I looked at it before they said something Rob makers and them. Um, I looked at it as they influenced what was going to happen anyway quicker. Mm. You know, so like the skateboard, these guys are already on a board skating. They just don't have the thing. So he takes it off, he's skating with them. So, okay, people will be skating board a little quicker than they were going to do anyway.
1: So here's the question mm-hmm. I've got multiple questions later on, but this one that's popping my mind. <coughs> uh-huh. Is Marty McFly, is he, he obviously his, his future changed. Yeah. And so he, he created, a, he's in an alternate timeline. Absolutely. Where, where he, where he was. So, so so, in his previous timeline that he was in, did that timeline disappeared when he went back and did, or did his parents never see him again? Like that Marty, Marty left one night to go and, and see the doc. It just never came back. Does that timeline go away altogether? Or is it just, he's, he's just back in this new timeline? Oh, I see what you're saying. But his old timeline. but he's he, back he, in
0: this new variation.
1: Yeah, where, again, it's it's totally different. Like, that, that that timeline developed completely differently. His parents grew up different. Biff grew up different. Yeah. His brothers and sisters grew up different.
0: That's true. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. So,
1: yeah, so that old timeline, did that just go away altogether? And this new one took its
0: place? It's like, we just, now we get to experience this new timeline. We can't go experience the old one as him anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I always wonder, okay, <laughs> he just not returned to that timeline? And his parents are like, Marty just disappeared one day. <laughs> just we, we, we went to check on him. He went to bed that night. Excuse me, and he just is gone. And and then Doc, yeah, I guess the Doc the Doc would have lost his vehicle. Yeah, and and Marty like that bastard took my car. <laughs> Marty. <laughs>
0: he, yeah, told stole his time machine. Yeah, I don't know. I just that, I, I, that timeline's gone. We can't follow it anymore. And if we were tr- going to try to fix it to go back to that timeline, he would have still, to go back again.
1: And ha- what makes his make? And once you go back, do you ever come back to your original
0: timeline? Nope, it's like, always it different. There's always
1: be something different. Something would have changed just from your presence in the
0: old time. Yep. Hmm. Time yeah. travel, and that's can, the can yeah get complicated. Yep, and that's the whole Loki timeline thing. TVA? the protectors of the timeline? What, 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 what the, the clock, the little clock say? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's always different, but at least it's a timeline he can like be happy with. Yes, indeed. I, I mean, it, it worked out pretty well for old Marty McFly. Yeah. But we never really get to experience everything uh, like him exploring this new timeline. Just like we get to see some of the benefits.
1: As soon as he gets back, it's like, whoop, gotta go. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you know, they never leave characters in happy endings for long, right? And he goes, <laughs> gotta have more more drama. Marty! Marty!
0: Um, commentary. So... I listened there was two commentaries on here. I only watched the listened to the commentary, watched it, and I did it in one point five speed. My God, what a blessing.
1: I'm telling you, brother. <laughs> receive it all.
0: Receive that blessing, brother.
1: It is it went wonderful so fast. I was like, Oh wow. it's enough where you can still understand. Once you get adjusted to you like, okay, you still understand them and you
0: move yeah. it on through. Move it on through I man, yeah. It went by pretty quick. Did you listen to the Q and A? yeah so what yeah that's the one i I listened to i listened to the q a with uh the director and both for the the writers and director yeah both bobs both bobs yeah that's the one i listened to so did i and i almost
1: after watching the other features i'm like oh man i should listen to the other commentary i feel because because yeah. the, everything they said in that in that commentary they said in the other features it's true I'm like, oh my god i got all this my god like, ah. Should have, and I thought about watching the features first and then going to the commentary, which I do sometimes. But I was like, No, nah, let me just go to the commentary first. It's just QA, yeah. So, all that to say, it, it's good information, it's solid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, Man, I, I wish I'd listened to the other commentary because there's another commentary that consists of
0: It's the producer, I believe.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, with um, is it with Gale? It's one with uh, Bob Gale. Well, who's the writer and Neil Canton.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I would probably like to listen to that because I think in the next go round, and I want to hear from Robert Semekis, honestly. Sure. And the second feature commentary doesn't, I I don't think that's a good format with the Q and a, um, for the movie because I want to experience him watching the movie and be like, oh yeah, this one thing happened. That natural kind
1: of yeah. reminiscing that comes out of it, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I'll I agree with you on that. And the information was still solid, but it was nice to get the reaction of the director, especially when Bob said he hadn't seen the film in maybe like 20 years at the time or something. It had been a while since he had seen it Shoot. for himself.
0: That's, he, that's so successful. I'll be like, yeah, I watch that every year <laughs> <For> Christmas. <laughs> a gift to myself. <laughs> How great I am! There we go.
1: Well, <laughs> they both said that like they don't feel that they've surpassed the success, So from, from a writing standpoint of what they what they created with the first Back to the Future.
0: Hmm. I mean, even with Forrest Gump, did he help write that? He didn't even write that one. That's right. He didn't yeah. write that one.
1: Yeah, there was somebody else that did the uh, adaptation of. the I mean, book.
0: sometimes you you knock it out the park, get your dub, and you hopefully. Hopefully your movies can kind of live up to it a little bit, but you know, it's you, only not easy. Get, you only get one of those Yeah, it's in not, a career.
1: It's not easy. Some get more than one, but if you get Example. one. Example. Um, like, like Spielberg. Well, I don't know. Spielberg he writes his stuff.
0: Um, Man, I, we probably need to do a, a deep dive on Spielberg. Yeah. It now that
1: be. we've changed the format a little bit, we have a little yeah. more flexibility. We're
0: going yeah, to have to do a Spielberg run cuz Spielberg is like the geek technical technician in filmmaking he has his own style um but a lot of his stories are like developed
1: uh George Lucas with Star Wars the the, the original trilogy
0: so you, so he's had more outside of Star Wars or just the Star Wars I mean the success Star Wars changed the absolutely changed the game
1: yeah the f- Star Wars and then the 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 star wars the empire strikes back then return of the jedi
0: uh-huh. Yeah. But well, yeah but but in, within that same franchise. Still,
1: but there's no guarantee a sequel is no guarantee it's going to carry on and oh, be well, successful. If that's the case,
0: then yeah. Um and this is the same, you know, the sequels great. Um I don't know about the third, third one.
1: The third the third <laughs> one it's, it's tough to take the third one, man. It's tough to take that yeah. landing. Uh oh, man yeah, I say we ought to check out Spielberg yeah. and, and some of his stuff. Now we're talking about writing and directing, or just writing, or just directing.
0: Well, you said that they said they they haven't Peak anything that they wrote. Yeah. yeah. So if if we're gonna use writer directors, then you know we got people like Quentin Tarantino um, that are writer directors. Um, yeah. Spike you Lee. You got, yeah. You got Christopher
1: Nolan. Yeah. We got what what I'm, I, man Ridley. Whoa. Really don't doesn't always write his stuff. No. Yeah, even more so 'cause Because yeah, with Alien, like, like that was written by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Nonetheless, but Yeah, right. Yeah. When you're writing it's it's different. You know, it it's a different situation. It's always original content. Um, very hard to pull off a lot of hits that way. It's easier to produce when you you can just grab a script that's been been through the whole process, you know. Mm. We see David Fincher do that. Oh but anyhow um where were we? We had just talked about
1: I think we were still on the uh, <laughs> we we done <laughs> special likes. features the commentaries Yeah we were yeah we talked yeah, yeah we talked yeah, about some of the the commentaries yeah this is loaded with features Loaded with special features, from deleted scenes to his Michael J. Fox Q and A. That that was nice. Oh, I didn't see that one, so I didn't
0: get to watch all of the special features.
1: There's a I, lot. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a, a six part documentary called "Tales from the Future," where they're breaking down just. I mean, the, really like the whole production of, especially the first film. Um, I did watch two of those. Yes. Okay, very nice, very nice. There's some. Uh, there's multiple behind the scenes features. Uh, there's one that's actually a. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to see this, but originally the ending to the film was going to be it wasn't it wasn't you know electricity striking the car from the clock tower. Excuse me. Originally the ending was going to be because obviously the car runs off nuclear Petonium? plutonium. Yeah, and so originally they were going to have to drive to a nuclear testing site. Oh, and oh dear, and they actually have storyboards. Uh, storyboards of this showing it and it may even have they have that some dialogue written there but they've got some music going to make it kind of seem dramatic and there's there's even one where you can have a commentary playing but I didn't do that but I watched the storyboards but it's it's literally Marty driving he he gets onto this this base and they will get inside and and Doc Doc Brown is way off in the in the somewhere you know from out of the blast radius apparently they're (laughs) communicating the walkie-talkies and Marty drives into this blast zone why is they doing this this nuclear test and it, and it drops just at the right time and
0: no <laughs> she was
1: the car and then he
0: absolutely not
1: I'm like wow but that was too expensive to do sounds like it yeah <laughs> and so they had to say no but they show like they show the the bomb going off and exploding and destroying all these houses and these these mannequins like their skin being burnt off I was like oh my goodness <laughs> this is this is intense Dark. yeah I was like wow so yeah they didn't they didn't go with that yeah. But it's it's kind of cool to see the um, storyboards of it. Wow.
0: Yeah. I guess like the budget, them like the studio saying, you know, calming the budget down made them be more creative with their approach.
1: Exactly. Like uh, Necessity being the mother
0: of invention. Absolutely. $19 million and they did, man, that's crazy. Um, so, yeah, special features, a lot of special features. Um, tone. From a tone standpoint, where where are we at on that?
1: So uh, tonally speaking, I think this is a an action comedy.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Rob Samicz and them—that's their—that's their, kind of like their lane, you know, that comedy.
1: But it's got heart. Like yeah. there's 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 heart. There's these characters that are, you know, likable and and lovable. That, mm-hmm. that again from again we think about Forrest Gump, Marty McFly. You know, yeah. um, he's. Hey, that's Marty. It's Marty McFly. He's yeah. he's got his own. I don't know. Uh, he's kind of a yeah, just a beloved movie character. It's like okay, he he's always an underdog, but he he he, he find, finds a way.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. The, what makes it the, from a style standpoint? What makes it so our tone? Um, the characters are all playing like straight, you know, they're not too like out there. They like believe, they say, you know, they're, they believe in what they're doing. And so that makes it actually funnier.
1: Exactly. They're not, they're not playing towards the joke. Again, everything that doc Brown says, he's totally serious. He, he, he is about this and his, when, when Marty's talking to him and Marty several times says, man, that's heavy. Yeah. And doc, doc, not getting that as some kind of vernacular later on in the future. It's like, this has nothing to do with, with, with with um with the earth's gravity, he yeah. makes some kind of comment about yeah. that's like heavy. Said this the second time. Said something wrong with the atmosphere. Yeah. In, in, in your future, so with, the, with the earth's gravitational pull. Um, no, no, Doc, that's that's not it. Overthinking it. Yes, sir.
0: Uh, the music was done by Alan Silvestri. Silvestri. Silvestri.
2: Yeah,
0: he's the dude. He's legit. Avengers yeah. theme. Oh. And okay. many, many, many a score. My my son, he knows uh that composer. He's like, Yeah, he did all the Marvel stuff. And like he, he was on it. Does a lot yeah, he's done and
1: this is early, man. This is again we're back in eighty five. This dude been in the game and Spielberg wasn't wasn't impressed initially. Oh. Spielberg was like, No, nah, you need you need someone better. Like a John Williams kind of thing. <laughs> They're like, No, Al, we Al, we need we need bigger. Go bigger. Yeah. And I, I was able to do
0: it. Yeah, I like it um from a style standpoint what do you think they were hitting on from a style standpoint
1: man uh, stylistically uh this film it, it it moves it's quick it it knows when to slow down gives you gives you these these key moments and and kind of intimate moments and then it knows when to when to go big yeah um yeah, it, it strikes that balance. Like there's, there's one uh, shot in particular I like when when Marty first arrives in the past and he's walking around town, uh, that little town square. Yeah, seeing how everything has changed, and he's backing away, and he almost gets hit by a car. Yeah, and as he backs into like the middle of the square, the camera pans out, and we get this 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 kind of really cool view of just how this this town has been taken all the way back to
0: 1955. Oh, very, very cool shot. What I forgot what. Uh, what song is playing is it candy man sandman oh, sandman it's the sandman yeah
1: yeah so like that i was
0: like oh, this is this is fantastic transported man um yeah and also like you know spielberg did executive produce this and you know uh make is having like these one shots, you know, when it first opens up, we have the one take of like revealing the clocks, you know, Very sweeping cool. all through all through the room and just jib shots and just like these big cinematic shots. You know, that we're, we're used to seeing that with a lot of Spielberg stuff, you know, especially with the blocking.
1: I think also it, it builds the character of kind of who Doc is, like yeah. just how... eccentric this guy is this inventor because we see all these devices turning on as as the as the certain time strikes we see you know toast burnt in the oven from like an automatic it almost reminds me of gremlins a little bit like the dad in gremlins who's this inventor with all these things that kind of don't work we see the dog food being dumped into einstein's bowl this has been there for days This it's looks, looks gross but reminds but me of all of rick
0: moranis thing. and uh honey i honey, shrunk I, the kids that's
1: not i've seen that one in Yes, and same kind of house time. with all
0: the gadgets around wow. like stuff that works or doesn't work the nutty professors of
1: film <laughs> But yeah, man, just the you know, ILM did the visual effects and this was early ILM and they were actually kind of frightened that they would not Have everything done in time <laughs> But uh, you know, this is this is not digital. This is practical. There's some optical stuff in here, but I love it.
0: man That's what makes it good. Yes, sir um themes Time Oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean literally That's Back in time Is that the name of the song? What's the name of the song?
1: Yeah Back in time I put clocks Because we have the clocks At the beginning That we just referenced We also have the clock tower That's so essential to uh, Marty getting home Literally have to be struck By a Lightning from a clock tower
0: Yeah And then we have Marty always looking At his watch You know I mean that's the key art You know He's looking at the watch Yeah Time Time Time
1: Yeah that image Is still really Really cool on That key art uh, bullying,
0: yeah, absolutely. was yeah. a the theme. Precisely.
1: <laughs> I put fear of rejection, and I I, I didn't even notice this until. Well, I'm obviously watching the film again, uh, however many years later. But early on, when Marty's girlfriend is talking to him about getting his music out there, and he literally says, uh, "You know, what if they don't like me? You know, like, I'm I'm scared to get rejected." And then in the past, when he's talking to his dad about his, his 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 works that he writes, and he and he doesn't show anybody, and he's telling the cafeteria, "No, I don't I don't show this to anybody. I just keep them to myself. I'm I'm you know, scared to be rejected." Or he may he may even say that when. He's trying to convince him to ask uh, his his mom out on a date. You mentioned yeah. something about fear of rejection. Yeah. And so this that 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 theme is
0: playing between the McFlies. And then one of my last ones I had: the son teaches his father how to be a man. Mm. Like, huh? You learn something
1: from the kids, eh? But where does Marty get it from? Because he didn't get it from his dad. He didn't see it. <laughs> From his dad, or it's honestly it's like survival. It's like if he doesn't, like I'm not, I'm out the game. Yeah, <laughs> I am out the game. Uh, so a theme of family. Yeah, and I, I just put coming of age.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I can dig it, man. Um, from a business standpoint, I guess um Amblin Entertainment, That's Steve uh, Steven Spielberg's company. Oh, so they executive produce it so I, I don't know they didn't dive into the business stuff so much but so Amlin Entertainment is involved and it was the first time um, that Steven wasn't attached as a director exactly but they produced it putting in quotations I'm assuming they cut the check to produce it but they was also being distributed by Universal so I'm not necessarily sure how that whole how partnership works worked yeah. out Yeah, so I would be interested in more on how that went down. But I just found it interesting in how, especially Steven Spielberg, how he's figured out how to make that money without directing. Oh, yeah.
1: And he, by that point, and the funny thing is that he had done a couple of movies with these two as writers. He did a film called 1941, Mm -hmm. which I remember seeing in some kind of documentary. I had never heard of the film before, but it was was one of Spielberg's, one of his first flops. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. One of his first flops, and these guys were the writers behind it. They hadn't had a hit film yet, and it just so happens like they wanted Spielberg. He took a look at it. He was interested in it, but they said, "Well, look, we've had we haven't had you know good track record. We don't want to we don't want to hurt your reputation, right?" And then and then they'll be blackballed. So they they didn't go with Spielberg, who who was interested. Spielberg went, and at that point in time, he had done E.T.,
0: mm-hmm. so he
1: had his mega hit yeah and again uh Rob had done romance in the stone which gave him a hit
0: mm-hmm. so now
1: they're they days okay well, we're gonna come back to Spielberg because he's the, he's the only one that believed they had shot their script around all over Hollywood all this to all of them rejected it but Spielberg man he just had he has a vision yeah like, this guy's a visionary he could see him like yeah how like if you, if you think about <laughs> some of the films this guy has attached like the stuff that was seen Again, for us now, these are classics. Yeah. But this is off-the-wall stuff, but this dude just has the vision. Yeah. All right. um, We're going to do a movie about a killer shark, where we don't really show the shark that much. Yeah. All right. Cool. First blockbuster. Okay. Um, I got this guy named George. He wants to do this space opera. Yeah.
0: We're going to have
1: swords. That could have been a disaster. Not traditional swords. These are swords made out of colored light. All right? And... um, Villain, all black, you know, with a helmet on. And we're flying through space. Like, okay, sure, boom,
0: hit. And did he, he directed Jurassic Park, didn't he? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, he directed that one. And Schindler's List. Oh. like
1: That that was like back-to-back. It was like boom, boom. Like, yo, this dude is winning.
0: You, like, can go, you can go
1: dark. Like, how different are those two films? Yeah. Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, both incredible films. But, man, like that dude, that I think that's like... Peak right there, absolutely. Uh, then I oh, want to do another movie about a, 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 a ugly alien <laughs> that uh, needs to get home and <laughs> uh, loves to eat Reese's uh, Pieces. Man, and he uh, flies on a, a with a kid on a bike.
0: That's yeah, rough.
1: He's an extra terrestrial. <laughs> Gonna call it ET for
0: short. <laughs> like
1: th- talk about vision, man. Like the the films this guy's been attached to. Like he's, he's got a he's
0: got it. He's got a gift. He's got it. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, do you have any favorite scenes or memorable scenes I've got a few hits huh? I got a few too and I don't I could do a lot but I'm gonna keep it short gotcha uh, you wanna kick it off um, that first shot um, revealing like the dog food when all the dog food was like that robot is dumping over just looks disgusting it really does um, but like we get all within the shot, we get a story of who these people are, and who Doc is. So we see that. And then we see on the news, they're talking about like some missing plutonium. <laughs> and then we're like, well, what we, what? you know, it's we a hear bar, that. And then when Marty comes in with a skateboard, he kicks a skateboard and it goes under the bed and hits the cart that says plut- plutonium. And so like obviously doc has taken this <laughs> <laughs> so he's taking the pl- or he has it And on the news they said well you know it's not really lost it's kind of like a story they're trying to cover up Libyans. <laughs> <laughs> and so and then seeing uh marty go from talking to doc to leaving he has a skateboard so we see that he has the ability to the skateboard we see that he plays the guitar because he was you know, got the big old speaker and playing with that. Uh, he hitches a ride on the truck, so this is like one sweeping shot of him going into town to go to school. So it was like, wow, they just told us a lot within like a two minutes.
1: And, and within that, the fact that he plugs everything in and turns on all these switches. And everything is being cranked up, yeah, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. So we always say, "Okay, okay, wait." That's never a good thing when you yeah. turn something up all the way. Yeah. So we get a sense this this guy kind of likes a little bit of danger. He's got a little bit of an edge to him, and then all of a sudden he just, right one strum, brown, and gets blasted backwards. <laughs> like, what is this guy doing? And then all of a sudden, he, when he talks to Doc, he realizes that he's late. Yeah, he is late for school, so he's battling against time. Which kind of gives an idea that's that this
0: the theme just keeps going
1: right, trying to, trying not to run out of time, and so now he's in a rush. And just what's memorable to me is him when he's holding on the back of vehicles. Yeah, as I remember as a kid, I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" So like
0: dangerous. He's 100%. It's called sketching.
1: <laughs> he's sketching behind these vehicles, <laughs> and it, but it, look, it looks so cool. But he's he's you know, and lucky he's in a small town where they're not like going super fast. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, somebody stops suddenly. And if you aren't, you know, bracing yourself right, yeah. boom, you're going to get hurt. You're out of there. No helmet no, on. Yeah, no helmet, no pads, nothing. Oh, yeah, he's, he's out there. He's got a, you know, a life preserver that won't <laughs> preserve much. But, yeah, just him holding on and, and riding his way around. That That was memorable, him him skateboarding. And, and that I think, obviously playing a
0: huge role. And in, it's him you know. actually skateboarding.
1: That, like you know, like, And the fact that he that When you learn later on Also in some of the Behind the scenes on the, He actually had been In some bands Yeah And can he could literally He was like a journey guitar man. He could literally Play the guitar
0: Yeah so like, it's like oh, He's wow. really doing these things If this like, This guy was supposed to He was meant to play this role Absolutely um, And then they play in the music When he's I think it's the Back in Time song When he's on the skateboard When he comes out of Doc's uh, warehouse Or wherever that is is it back in time or what? Theme song are they playing? They're playing a song when he, as soon as he gets power of love, power of love. That's what it is. That's the jam. Yeah, Huey Lewis in the news.
1: Yeah, woo, come on! now. And that actual music video is one of the special features. Oh, there we go. I didn't check that one out. Yeah, it's that's worth checking out. Just some some eighties goodness, but also when they get to the, when, when he does the tryouts, his girlfriend convinces him, he's got a good girlfriend. Yeah. You know, like she 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 digs him. Mm-hmm. But she encourages, like she, she's there for him when he's running late, she's trying to get him in, get him yeah. to class. I'm like, yo, what kind of girlfriend is this? Like she doesn't, you know, even takes a, a, a tardy L for him yeah, and gets written up for him. Slacker. <laughs> man. And then that guy's dissing his dad. Like, yeah. like man, like yeah. yo, hey man, you better leave my dad out of this. <laughs> like, yeah, this is between you and me anyway. But anyway, so it's, um, yeah, but she's looking out for him and she convinces him to try out for the to play at the prom mm-hmm. or the whatever the dance is. Mm-hmm. And when he's said that they're actually playing a, a Huey Lewis in the new song. They're actually playing I wanna say a back the back end time song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're playing one of their songs. And funny enough, Huey Lewis, this is his acting debut. He's actually the guy on the board with the glasses ah. who tells him okay. I'm sorry, it's just, just too loud, which yeah. is hilarious <laughs> uh, this rock and roll star is, uh, is saying that the music's too loud. So that was, a, that was his acting debut. And actually, the, the guy to the right of Marty is actually one of the, one of the members of the band as well, of Huey loose in the News.
0: Well done. Yes, sir. Um, the McFly of him being bullied. Hello, McFly. You know, seeing his dad being bullied, like, oh, man, what's going on? How do you take this? Like, how y- long can you do this? In your home. Man, look, come on, at the house. Golly. <laughs> and also the fact that the car had
1: been wrecked. Dude, and This guy had borrowed this dude's car, wrecked it, and then had the had the nerve to say, are you going to pay for my whatever? He said, you know, my, my whatever got ruined. Oh, yeah. He, how am I going to get this? My this, beer spilled on me while I was driving. I was drinking and driving in your car.
0: <laughs> Back when it was legal. Yo, oh, it was never legal. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was never legal. <laughs> But that's oh, like, those were the days. Like this, this is the 80s, baby. This is when did the they 80s. when did they outlaw drinking and driving?
1: I don't know that, the fact there that was our, a time. The fact that our country had prohibition at one point where drinking was just not legal at all. You can I don't, drink
0: and drive, I don't think there's like some clips online where they were I talking about shocked by that.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was ever legal. <laughs> maybe maybe it was a state by state by state case.
0: One day they're gonna tell us. Yeah, there's like these clips of uh, people being told. I don't know if it was a seatbelt. Was it it's the probably belt. the seatbelt stuff? I know,
1: I know that that became a lot at one point in time. But I don't think, think drinking and driving was ever illegal. You don't think it was thing. ever legal? No, sir. Again, we actually had pro- We had a point in our country where consuming alcohol, period, was illegal. So no, I don't ever think drinking and driving was was legal.
0: I'm, I'm, I gotta Google that now. Find out, brother. Find out.
1: <laughs> While you do that, I'm gonna mention a couple other favorite scenes. So, oh, the first time we see the DeLorean.
0: I can go right into this. Oh, you got it. He's ready. In, in 1984. Okay. The state of Texas, along with most of the country, passed a law banning drinking and driving. Uh-huh. 1984. Ah, but states. That was by states. That was uh, most of the country. Most of the countries.
1: But yeah. but it says Texas, and most. so that means that there had to be multiple states that did that. It wasn't a national thing, but a state thing. It may have became national later, but it sounds like it was state by state.
0: Yeah, most of the country. Uh, but I don't know what they mean by no. 99%, 95%. But it,
1: but it has to be... If it's a federal law, that's all. That's the whole country. So if Texas and most, that had to be multiple states that did it. Interesting.
0: So yeah, so they banned it. So you could do it, but you can no longer up do until, it up
1: until eighty <laughs> yes, three. That's so, crazy. Yeah, so it actually makes sense. I would never have thought that was a <laughs> a thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess based on the time I grew up in, it was like it was always
0: legal since I've been since I've been born. It's always been legal. Well, Nineteen eighty, you were around. I was you, born in seventy nine. You was so, around. People was drinking. You uh, might true. you might have a memory. Maybe uh, not. I, uh, uh, somebody having a beer in their lap while they're driving. I mean I know people
1: have drank and drive, even when it was illegal. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean. But man, well,
1: officer wouldn't bother them all. How many have you had? I, that's interesting. Huh, okay, learn something new. Here on Filming the Comics here.
0: Yep, here we go. Mark and roll.
1: So another favorite scene was the first appearance of the DeLorean. Uh-huh. Because I, I, it's just a cool-looking vehicle. Especially the way it's tricked out for nuclear energy and time-traveling purposes. But yeah, we first seen the DeLorean reveal, it's like... Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: That's- and I don't think I've ever seen one of those cars like in the streets in real life. Um, I've seen it recently, like in 2012 or 11. I was on the side row. I pulled around. had to take a picture with it. <laughs> um, but like just day-to-day life, I don't... I didn't. I don't remember ever seeing a Delorean like that. Just a person owning it and driving it around. Right. Apparently, there's some
1: kind of. It. It almost sounded from the special features that like there's. There's a comment that was made about something in cocaine. I wonder if there was some kind of thing that happened with with a Delorean uh, dealing with right. drugs in in America. That's right.
0: I forgot. Yeah, I don't know the story behind that, but I had. I heard them mention that.
1: So that made me. I didn't I go and research it, but it made me curious. It was just one of those. It's like, hmm. That's interesting.
0: I just thought it was funny um, or memorable that, like Marty's mom, like how she was just drinking, bro. Like she was made, she was drinking like like water. Like she just kept going back to that to those drinks. You remember when you first kissed me? And then she's just sipping away. <laughs> she's lost in her world of alcoholism, and he's and reminiscing. Really yeah, and then her husband Marty. like, what's the uh, George? Right. Yeah, uh, he's just he's lost in TV land, just like escaping, looking at that. <laughs> His laugh, I'm like this guy. So they're just like in their own little world, just like loserville in the house. It's oh like, man, it's, it's 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 sad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's memorable, uh, very distinct, um, and that juxtaposed by the end of showing like, oh, this is what success is. Like they're happy, you know. They they look like they're still sexually active. Oh um, yeah, the house is clean. Uh, new got new appliances, new furniture, new cars. Yeah,
1: literally, Marty comes out of the of his room is like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like,
1: whose house is this? Like, why, yep. why are you in a suit?" And he's like, "I always wear a suit when I go in the office." It's like everybody's life has changed. The the, the his sister has multiple boyfriends. Yeah. and like everybody just doing that. They're living their best life. Absolutely. Like Marty transformed everybody's life. Even got the truck that he wanted. It's like, it's almost like a, man, it's almost like the like kind of a Wizard of Oz kind of vibe. Because mm-hmm. at the end, where Dorothy wakes up, and nothing is really new. She's just like, oh, you were there, and you were there, or you were there. But yeah, and it's like Marty wakes up, and it's like, I got it all now. I'm like, man, I, 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 my parents owe me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, that fixes whole situation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Man, and a, they have no clue.
1: So it was always been.
0: It's, yeah. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, here's the thing. Now, when his mother
1: sees him now, and his father, wouldn't they think? You know what? You look just like a guy we met when we were in high school named Marty.
0: Maybe. Oh, uh, Calvin Klein. Oh, right, yeah, because the, uh, the the draws. <laughs> but it was Kevin Klein. But then he did say Marty. Yeah, he,
1: he, he clearly said my yeah, my 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 name's Marty. She was calling that because he's seen his draws. Yeah, but uh, but wouldn't they remember and say, well, you know what? Maybe you look like a guy we used to know. Or wouldn't they have talked about man we met? You know, this you know my 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 guy, my friend named Marty. He just kept pushing me to ask out your mom. Like their their love story would have changed a bit. Like they yeah. would have
0: mentioned. Well, that. that's why they called him Marty. Because remember, she was like, "That's a good name." That's true. So they have the memory of that. Man, that's a, that's a catchy name. Yeah, Don't, yeah. Mm.
1: The paradox. The paradox. That's that's, <laughs> a, that's a good word. The paradox. Uh, Again, Marty skateboard, and we get that scene where he he takes that kid's cart and takes off. the truck. He's Like, let me borrow this kid. Yeah, and boom, he's just trying to get away from Biff and those guys. And when when he when he gets to the edge of that deal, and they're behind him, and he stops and he turns around and he runs over them in their car. Like, da, 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 steps over them, and then lands on the board again. It's like, yo, that's dope. And yeah, then they, absolutely. of course, they slide to the manure truck. You're like, yeah, Biff, take, take that manure. That. I'm going to kill it. So yeah, <laughs> like, it, it's always kind of fun not funny but kind of surprised like I mean, these pg films we think oh pg's parental guys oh, those for kids but like the cursing that they do in these it's like oh oh, oh all right, it's the 80s like they, they they can say a whole lot more they give it a whole oh, lot yeah. more his you know before pg-13 which didn't come about until we had gremlins and the first indiana jones but uh yeah
0: absolutely um I think it was funny the it was kind of frustrating seeing Doc when he couldn't connect the wires to the to the tower. <laughs> so he's like like all the suspense is blowing.
1: That's <laughs> the only part I think it was, was a little too long. I'm like come on, Doc. Get and
0: it together. Then, so while he's doing that, like Marty's like going pushing the gas. And then like when he um he yanks the cable to attach it, but then it attaches down below by the by the lamp or whatever and then he's like <laughs> 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 it's just a sound of frustration <laughs> he's free he's freaking out
1: um, but like the the hey this is like a movie it's you know where you know some movie like the timing has to be so perfect
0: it, yeah that's like impossible you
1: are trying <laughs> to literally catch lightning Lighting. and me at 88 <laughs> miles per hour at least 88 miles per hour on this street It's like bro and you have to hit this cape like come like man this mm, is uh, impossible yeah and you going to get on the first like first try or nothing like come, come <laughs> on dude like this is uh, a <laughs> wow and, and you're a teenage driver like you're not like a nascar not a professional driver a lot of things have uh, to happen funny.
0: that little hook has to hit the wire the lightning has to go. This lightning. Sunset.
1: Lightning is really, Fact. really like the speed of light. Like, come <laughs> on. Like, I mean, when lightning flashes, it's like, oh, wait, was that lightning? Or we see a ripple across the sky, crack,
0: and it's yeah. gone. Yeah. It's like, yeah Very yeah. fast and devastating. <laughs> uh, <man. laughs> and not here. It travels on, along the rope.
1: Yeah. It's just a little slower than Magic. normal lightning. Yeah.
2: Z- this is flash lighting. Man. Lighting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty hilarious. Um, Oh well, I'll mention these last couple ones real quick. So when George when he when he punches Biff, like that's yeah, a that's a that's that a hero is. moment right there. That we is. when the, the shot, you know the he kind of hero shot where we see that is is he makes the fist, yeah, and you know uh, Lorraine,
0: yeah,
1: you know she jumps she jumps on Biff's back like she's kind of like kind of like kind of fighting him off, and then George just comes with the thunder, just the puts that
0: yeah,
1: Biff just. Spins around and mm. just goes down One shot
0: Heck of a hit Yes sir man, yeah, That was a good one
1: And then Marty of course Rocking out on the guitar And we see all the different Kind of musical influences Like we see the um I think it's Whoever does like the Kind of the, the, the Swing of the arm On the guitar Like Yeah I think I don't know they said They said I Pete I think your first. Whoa Easy there sir. <laughs> uh It's like Pete Pete's somebody That mm-hmm. does that Maybe Pete Frampton. I don't know. But they, they mentioned who it does. And then when he's playing behind his back, little Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. And then when he's sliding on the ground, like, okay, that's, that's clearly some Prince stuff right there that he's doing right there. So, yeah. And then little, the, the duck walk, by like Chuck Berry duck walk. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So we see, like, some of the great guitarists Guitar. homaged. And then last I put just, uh, we talked about this multiple times, but just him returning to a great future. Yeah. That's,
0: that's pretty is, awesome. It is. It's weird, too. Because, like, going back in retrospect, like, they talk about, like, how, like, a, like it's an American kind of ending. It's like, oh, we have all these things. so
1: Materialistic.
0: That, oh, it's bad. Yuppies, you know what I mean? So, it's like, we're, this is what we're celebrating. And, like, how, like, the French people were, like, kind of like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> but, it's, but it's more than that because, come on. Like, they were miserable in their other life. Like, the wife was an alcoholic. Like, they, they, they were, it's not just material, it's a mindset. Yeah. They are happier. Yeah. You know, like the like the dad is like fulfilled the dream. He 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 shared his creativity. He got the courage to share his creativity, to fight for his woman, and now the kids have more confidence in themselves. Yeah, and with that, just came
0: some material benefits. Indeed, is it's just funny though? It's like the cars, the BMW, <laughs> and even with Biff, like he still has his own business. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got a know, cleaning business. Yeah, <laughs> he's
1: shining cars. You know, it's like oh, well, he's. Yeah, it's uh yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know. I just think that was interesting, but but it's a satisfying. I'm American. It's satisfying. Yeah, it is satisfying. <laughs> like, yes,
1: this guy went through a lot. He almost he almost got wiped out of existence.
0: <laughs> like seeing the picture, like disappear. Like, oh wow!
1: Is that anti? Like, oh man.
0: Um, tropes. You got any tropes?
1: I got a few tropes here. Uh, I got the park bench. So having just seen Forrest Gump not too long ago, we see yeah. a lot of that film takes place on a park bench. And we see in this town square, there's a park bench where there's a, a homeless person sitting there. But also, in the beginning of the film, that's where Marty and his girlfriend had the little interaction mm-hmm. on a park bench. Yeah, i put that That's down. true. It might be as a mecca trope, but... I didn't write down any tropes. Cool, I got a couple more. Uh, I put Car Troubles... So oh, multiple times. Well
0: done. That is, oh, that's just a cinematic trope,
1: right? When Marty's trying to get
0: going to catch this light, and he's like, "Yes, yeah, Yo, boom!" You
1: bang on the dashboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, now we can go.
0: Yeah, the car conveniently <clears throat> doesn't work for suspense, right?
1: You know? Whether it's mechanical or whether it's lack of fuel. Yeah. You know? So that's the big trope in there. Uh, I put uh, we we're talking about knocking out the bully, which of course happens at the at the end. Yeah. Uh, I put power source problems, which I just mentioned. Uh, that's the whole deal with the DeLorean, right? No, no power. Mm-hmm. We need the uh, plutonium. Uh, I put the last minute rescue because of course, you know, Doc at the last minute, well, really, there's a couple of them. There's right as Marty is about, he's about to really start fading out of existence because once they've gotten back to the dance, yeah. that guy cuts in between George and Lorraine and George is kind of sulking off and Lorraine's giving him like the, the look like you know, come back Anything for me. Yeah. And George turns around and comes back and Marty is fading. George comes back and gets that guy out of the way. And all of a sudden, Earth Angel. All of a sudden, boom, Marty's hand comes back. So uh, last minute, uh, last minute rescue. And then, of course, at the very end, we were talking like, but Doc, oh, trying to get everything connected <laughs> and, and Marty being able to catch lightning and ride on home.
0: That's crazy. Uh,
1: then the last one I put was uh, saying the name of the movie, in the movie, and so when Marty goes to see Doc for the first time in 1955, he's telling his story, and Doc says, "I have got to get you back to the future." <laughs> I'm like, ah, yes, I used to love that as a kid when they said it.
0: Ah, yeah, they
1: said it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure there are other other tropes, but um <laughs>
0: but yeah, yeah, you yeah you covered it, man. I'll Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I was writing about put something with skateboard or something I'm like. What am I talking about? Um quotes. What do you got for quotes? Um
1: Holy smokes, I got a lot of stuff. Hello, McFly by
0: Biff. Oh yeah. Hello. Um when uh when Marty's talking to the um principal and then he kept he talking about like his family, you know, like everybody's your whole family's slacker, your dad's a slacker, McFly. Um, he said, Yeah, well, um, I'm gonna change history. History is gonna change. Mm. Oh, foreshadowing! Man, I was like, "Whoa, hello theme." Mm. Uh, this is <laughs>
1: Doc Brown when him and Marty are in the parlour, Marty's like, "This is a DeLorean. Like, you build a time machine out of DeLorean?" And Doc says, "The way I see it, you, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not build it with style?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Doc. Uh, when um, Marty's mom is talking about his girlfriend, like, I don't like her, Marty. Any girl calling the boy is just asking for trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, she's uh, pretty judgmental. Uh, hypocrite much? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this
1: is, again, just Doc Brown multiple times throughout the film, just the way he says, Marty! does that. <laughs> uh, it cracks me up. This is urgency every time the way he says it.
0: Um, when Doc and Marty are at the um, are at the mall, and, they're, and this is his first time showing Marty how this time machine works. And then he said, um, if my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88, you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, Doc.
1: A little salty there, Doc. So this is also Doc Brown. They're in the parking lot, and everything seems to be going well. Like They've already tested the car. Einstein's been brought back. And all of a sudden, like Doc stops, and he, he turns. He like, hears something. He looks off in the distance, yeah. and we see this this van pulling into the <laughs> <laughs> into the, to the shopping mall parking lot. And he's like. Libyans, the Libyans. You're <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? And we find out that Doc has stolen, he has set up a false deal with the Libyans and under false pretenses, uh, built a fake bomb out of refrigerator <laughs> parts, bonded off on them, and kept their plutonium, and they are pissed. <laughs> we got the rocket launchers. Oh, man. And yeah, it gets real from there, but just his <laughs> Libyans. Oh, the Libyans. <laughs> It's like, what have you done? You're making bad international deals. <laughs> and the
0: chickens have come home to roost. It's funny because when Marty finds out about this, he was like,
1: wait, Doc, this thing is nuclear? Yo, <laughs> Seriously. Like, uh, this is taking a, a very different turn. We are dealing with nuclear material in a mall parking lot. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so this is when... <laughs> Uh, Marty's already He's in the past now And he's He's woken up In this, in this bed After he almost Gets run over By his grandfather You know his, his future grandfather Yeah And he's in the bed And All of a sudden Like his mom is like She's kind of like Trying to make the moves on him Yeah man And all of a sudden She hears her mother Call her name She's like Oh my god It's my mother and it's something about the way she delivers that. Yeah. It it's kind of just cracks me up because she stops, she's so dramatic about it. And yeah, she swings her legs over and she takes off to go downstairs. I'm like, what's going on? This girl.
0: Back to the granddad that hit him When uh he hits Marty, he was like he was calling his wife. He was like, "Another kid jumped from the car." <laughs> was like, damn kids. The... <laughs> I was like, I I was like, wait, you had another child with your vehicle?" like <laughs>
1: Are you, like, making tally marks on your <laughs> dashboard, guy? Like, these, these are not worth any points.
0: I was like, this has happened before. This is oh, man. terrible. Um, uh, another scene where uh, Doc is waiting for Marty to get to the location so they can, you know, get him out of there. Mm-hmm. He said, damn, where is this kid? And he looks at his watch again. Damn. <laughs> and then he, he looks again. He's like, damn, damn. Damn. <laughs> Quirky
1: man. So hey. this is after um, when Marty he's come downstairs and he's meeting he's meeting his mother's family and um, Lorraine's family and like they're you know it's basically his his uncles in essence, but yeah. one is one is in the playpen uh. and he's like he's like he's like oh that's that's little so and so and he's like Joey he's like he's like better get used to those bars, kids. <laughs> <Like>, what." <laughs> Because obviously, earlier in the <laughs> film, earlier in the film, is his mom flops a cake down on the table. It's like, we're going to have to eat this whole cake. Uncle Joey didn't make parole again.
0: Yeah, it had the little bird on it, like jailbird. jailbird. Like, getting oh, free.
1: man. So when Marty says that, they used to these bars, kid. And they say, and they say <laughs> he just he just loves to be in that plate. And we take him out, he just cries, cries. So we just leave him in there. It's like, wow. They have conditioned this kid to, to be behind bars. It's like, oh, man, it's, that's, that's pretty hilarious. It's the... <laughs> That's a sharp line.
0: When uh, Biff is talking to, um, he's talking to Marty. He's about to knock him out, and he's like, "Make it like a tree and get out of here."
1: Like, oh man, you, you big dummy! <laughs> I thought I when I heard that, I'm like, okay. Doesn't he correct him at some point? I figured there's gonna be a time yeah. he, he corrects him later
0: on, but he know. he does, and I think Back to the Future too. Uh he, he dropped some more silly okay, stuff. Okay,
1: that makes that makes sense. Like, I thought I heard him correct him before, but okay. All right, good to know. Good to know. Uh, so this is Doc Brown. Once Marty tells him how much energy it takes, this is Doc Brown in the past, how much energy it takes to charge a car. 1.2 gigawatts! <laughs> and he just is freaking out, like kind of running around his shop when he hears that, that, that number. That is a lot. Gigawatts. Yeah.
0: Not kilowatts. Jiggle. Not gigawatts. You got <laughs> watts. I don't have any more. That's all I got. I got well,
1: two more. Uh, this is Lorraine. One more time this is after she's kissed Marty in the car, and she stops, and her eyes get kind of big, and she pulls away. She says, "When I kissed you just now, it was like kissing my brother." Yeah, and that was a key line because that's how Sammiches figured out. Like because they were they were kind of stuck right away. So how do we figure out? How do we not make this thing? Too weird, how do we resolve this thing and her yeah. attraction towards Marty and it was the it was the kids that, that did it.
0: Yeah. That uh, worked that
1: worked. Yes, sir. Oh, so then then also towards the end, like when when Marty sees sees Doc again, when he comes back to them, he's like, What was all this? You know, I thought you were worried about you know messing up the timeline, and and, and Doc says, Well, I figured, what the hell? It's like, wow, Doc just throws caution to the wind Absolutely
0: Uh, Do you have any questions for the filmmakers? Oh, yes I do, Uh gentlemen Mr.
1: Zemeckis, you'll please have a seat Mr. Spielberg, please, you can join us as well And uh, other Bob, Mr. Gale, please, have a seat My first question Why does Doc Brown have such a gigantic speaker In his home, at the beginning of the film? What is the purpose of that? I have no idea yeah. I'm like, why is this huge speaker in your home? Or amplifier if you will. Another question is uh, how dangerous is it to appear in a new time going close to 90 miles an hour? Just you just boom appear in this new space going 90, man, not knowing what kind of terrain you're going to be on. Secondly, they talk about in the film that Very the, dangerous. The, the principles of time travel in this film is that you move through time not through space. So your point of origin where you left will be the point of origin where you arrive in that said time.
2: Mm.
1: However, the Earth rotates. That's what they tell us. Here's what they tell us. The Earth rotates, <laughs> hence our cycles of day and night, right? The sun does not move. We move around the sun, but we also rotate experiencing different forms of light, moon, etc. That's
0: what they tell us.
1: So, <laughs> if the Earth Assuming the earth moves, the earth <laughs> rotates. On top of that, it also revolves around the sun,
0: or the sun revolves around the globe. So they tell us,
1: but under the, under the <laughs> basic principles <laughs> of the rotating earth and revolving around the sun, the earth is not in the same place during that period of time that you're traveling to. So, though you are going through time and you may not intend to move from that space if the earth is not at that spot at that exact time in that period, you could literally be appearing in space because the earth may be on the other side of the sun from where you, your point of origin was. You understand what I'm I'm
0: asking? So the earth is rotating.
1: So revolving. It's not in the same spot. So your point of origin here on a spinning deal, if you were at spot a spot, a is now, you know, moving every day, you know, Mm -hmm. it, 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 comes back to that spot. But if that's so that's one thing, but also the whole dish is rotating around something. So you're boom, punching in the time going back to 1955. Where was the earth and what time of day was it where that spot would have been? So you literally could, if, if it was July or whatever, and the earth is on this other side of the sun in that time of the year, you could just be appearing in space because the earth's not even at that spot. Mm. Or you could appear literally in another country. You could maybe appear in the freaking ocean. That's 70% of the world. Mm. So that's not a guarantee you would even appear on dry land or even on the planet, based on their principle of not moving through space but only time. Ha mm. Haha. Anyway, <laughs> so that's a thought, it's a thought that came to mind. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, whoa! There's no guarantee the Earth would be there.
0: Yeah. If it's revolving and rotating. Yeah, because I guess it's the same thing when we, we say like kids, it's like okay, if the Earth is rotating, if I jump up, we should be in a different spot. Gravity is heavy enough to, yeah, to, no, to no, yeah. bring a little tiny back down. <laughs> that's what, that's what they tell us. That's what they tell us. Yeah. But now, but yeah, I get what you're saying, though. Man, I, I just assuming all that's real, then, <laughs> uh, then yes, we should appear somewhere else.
1: Yes, based on based on those based things, based on what we've been
0: told. It's 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 I, a, it's a, it's a bigger. I have shoe. never measured any of this stuff. <laughs> You, you tell me you don't have the equipment to... I don't. I want to go to the moon. <laughs> you know, SpaceX yeah, so space so space
1: out of there and see yeah. see what's going on. Yeah,
0: see how fast we're really spinning. Because <laughs> we don't ever see that. It's a pretty slow process. Yeah, yeah it's, it
1: takes uh, <laughs> 24 <laughs> hours
2: to go play. I don't know. I, don't I don't know what
0: what want to got see a time lapse. I want to see what time something. you got on your hands. Give me but, uh, some time lapse around here, guys. Oh, man. Oh,
1: that's funny. Okay, but The anyway. only thing
0: we ever see that's moving really is what? The clouds and the sun and moon. And Texas is going to stop moving. We never moving. see that. It's not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, time lapse. Oh, of... Uh, yeah, so when we we usually get the time lapse of the sun and all that, we want to see the time lapse of the spins.
1: Oh, the Earth's rotation. Yeah, I'm sure there's some satellites that have captured that the Earth. I don't know. Doing a rotation. It's for another day. Yes, it is for another day. But like,
0: but my question I think is is valid based but, on based, uh, based on, those on based on everything we've learned in school. It the DeLorean should be somewhere else. <laughs> Unless she's this and yeah, so yeah, so that's uh, yeah. one of my questions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, you're right. And again, I
1: I, I I kind of addressed this earlier, but how perfect does your timing have to be in order to catch lightning <laughs> while, while driving?
0: Precise. Yes. <laughs> perfect. It has to be perfect. It's not going to happen. Like that won't happen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. impossible. It's not going to happen.
1: But yeah, that 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 was my. Uh, you have to be extremely courses. lucky
0: or unlucky. Either way, you have to be lucky.
1: And the, for the car to even survive, like getting hit by lightning, it's like, oh, is it made to <laughs> handle that? Then we already the tires already leave flames behind. I
0: think in real life, if he was able to do <laughs> it, it, he just burns up. <laughs> <laughs> Moon on, <over> <laughs> he gets out the car. He's on fire. <laughs> oh. Doc, I'm burning the lights.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I think I'm gonna make it, Doc.
0: <laughs> he should have just faded out of existence. <laughs> so he's stuck in 1955 burn in a top. burn unit. Oh Zero. man, it's dark.
1: Now they call him Smokey, <laughs> <laughs> Smokey McFly. Oh man, that's bad. All right, so, um, what else you got? You got some,
0: I don't have any questions, but um, trivia in 1955, a movie named Marty won the Academy Award. Very good, very
1: good. Um, Bob Zemeckis was not able to make Back to the Future until he had filmed Romance in Stone.
0: Boom. In order to rob Zemeckis making it seem like he invented, that Marty invented rock and roll, uh, for the timeline to make sense, he had to have like an older brother and sister to make his age make sense.
1: Uh, Bob Gale, the other co-writer, found his dad's high school yearbook and saw that he was class president. And it made him wonder that if he were in school with his dad at that time, would he be friends with his dad or would he hate his dad? Dang. And that was the genesis for the script. Wow.
0: Uh, early on, the time machine was a chamber. Uh, but once it became uh, mobile, uh, it kind of supercharged the script. Haha. ha.
1: Uh, Doc Brown's character, um, Christopher Lord, used a combination of influences of, of both Albert Einstein and a conductor whose name I Forget.
0: They shot the movie at night, using about six PM to six AM because of Michael J. Fox's schedule. He had to shoot that TV show,
1: Family Ties. Boom, man, that's that's a rough schedule, man. He talked in in that uh, other interview. He talks about that how he he literally has blank spots in his memory Dang. of filming Back to the Future, and he said at one point he knew he was kind of going loopy when he was on set for Family Ties. <laughs> And he said he was freaking out because he couldn't find his camcorder, and realized it took him a minute, a couple of minutes to realize that. Wait, I'm 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 playing Alex B. Keaton right now, and not Marty McFly. He was just yeah, constantly working so hard, so much, getting so fearlessly. dangerous. That's
0: dangerous, dude. Like, it's young. It's um. I know they had um. There were some rules set in place because like some of the stunt people and people that were leaving from crew set. I don't know if there was like six years ago or how long but somebody they were in a uh a show that was going over like 14 hours or 15 hours something like that it was it was a very long day and overtime and basically nobody got any sleep and they were on their way back home and they ended up getting a car crash and passed away and so they had to start setting some rules in place to not allow people to work like that
1: so michael j fox was actually being driven
0: yeah, I saw it. that he was at that, that station I was like, wagon that's smart.
1: Pick him up, yeah, that, that was good. Then.
0: Seeing the footage of him doing it because at first he said he he said he drove in a station wagon, right? And then when we see the footage, like, oh, he's being driven, driven. That's yeah, okay. so yeah. now he can take a nap.
1: Exactly, you know? catch a catch a power nap. <clears throat> um, the spaceman from Pluto was a title that the studio executive Dang. wanted to give the film, like as a mandate. Like his no, it's like no, change the name to the Dang. to the spaceman from Pluto because that was one of the comics that the kid was reading in at the farm that Marty crashes yeah. into and the directors didn't know how to, they didn't know the director and writer didn't know how to stop it because this guy was serious. And so they went to Steven Spielberg and Spielberg wrote a memo to the, to the studio head. Saying, hey, so-and-so thank you so much for that great laugh you gave us with that title suggestion. We got a real kick out of it. It was a great start to our day. We appreciate it. And the studio exec was so proud, he mm-hmm. didn't want to admit that he had given a bad idea that everybody <laughs> thought was laughable, didn't say anything. So that, that allowed him to keep the title Back
0: to the Future. Touch like, <laughs> a bullet. Um, this film was shot, wait, they shot five weeks with Eric Schultz? Stoltz. Stoltz. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had to reshoot. They recast and reshoot. Yeah. Holy smokes. Like there's a whole movie that basically exists with Eric in it.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't hitting the the comedic marks that they uh, that they wanted because they wanted to, they actually initially wanted to cast Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. um, but because of his shooting Family Ties, the the the, uh, the I don't know the, whoever was I guess the head of of the show or with the NBC Studios, they refused to show Michael J. Fox the script mm-hmm. at the time because okay if we show him the script he's gonna want to make this and we're not gonna allow him to make it because the show was so successful, so the, the, the guy said, well, I won't allow him to make it. He's going to hate me forever because I won't allow him to make it. Yeah. But because of the, the mom on the show got pregnant with twins and was out giving birth, that, that gave leeway for them to make it happen. And they, and they had an agreement that, okay, well, we'll let him do the movie, but family ties always comes first. There's, if there's ever a conflict, family ties wins out every That's time. Crazy. And yeah. Michael J. Went, went to it.
0: Made it happen. Uh that's all I have.
1: I got a few more I thought here. uh Crispin, who played uh, of course the the father Crispin Glover, who played George Mcfly, what well, at times was 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 difficult to to work with. He had very unique ideas. he kind of saw the world differently yeah and the director um, had to kind of work with him and, and when he at the last scene where he's playing the successful George Mcfly. He wanted to wear sweatpants and some kind of like T-shirt thing, yeah. Like instead of being in the in the suit and dressed up, and he was like under protest. He was going around set dressing in what he wanted to wear, trying yeah. to get other cast members and crew members to to come to his way of thinking. And they're like, "No, <laughs> you should be in a suit." <laughs> uh, but yeah, he kind of had some was challenging at times on set. Uh, Christopher Lloyd was extremely shy extremely shy person and, and Zemeckis said that it wasn't until the end of the film that they actually had a conversation but Lloyd would just say okay wow okay Robert said okay I need you to do this and this okay but he was Lloyd was kind of in awe of Zemeckis and just he was just he was very very shy and kind of introverted naturally um, there were no initial plans for a sequel to this film regardless of how the, the movie ended that was just kind of a joke yeah uh, you know, no it's not it's not you it's your kids Marty yeah, the problem. But that was all just a, a joke. Yeah. And so, but obviously we had two sequels. Um, boom, boom. This film kind of changed the game from a post-production standpoint. It ruined post-production schedules because from the time they finished shooting, they had nine and a half weeks in post <sighs> to complete. They, had, they actually had two editors working on the film to uh, to get it out there. Originally, it was a, they wanted it to be ready by Labor Day weekend. Dang. But it it, it eventually landed on the 4th of July.
2: Dang.
1: worked out. Um, Robert Zemeckis himself actually oversaw the video transfer to Blu-ray.
0: Hey, we appreciate that. Looks good. Looks good, Zemeckis.
1: um, And yeah, so those were the
0: trivia that I had. Now it's time for Filmmaker Tips. What you got?
1: Brainstorm through index cards or brainstorming through index cards could be a great way to build scenes. So that's what both Bobs do. They actually actually show some of this process in the behind the scenes where they all have an idea. Okay, we we got a character that's traveling through time. All right. Put that index card on the on the board. Boom. Thumbtack it. Okay, well, if he's going to travel through time, then we have to establish when the time machine is made. All right. That's going to take place earlier on. Thumbtack that, so mm-hmm. they continue to build out, especially with the time travel movie, where they have to kind of account for when something happens and then when it gets introduced. So they're constantly building, putting up note cards, and they can then, of course, move them around. But that's how they help kind of build out the the plot of the film as a script.
0: Yeah, those are, those um, index cards are very helpful. Um, we use that for our film, the documentary, um, when we were using different segments of an interview. So looking at these interviews, like, okay, oh, we can use that idea for the interview. To make this segment of the film, so just using all these different key points people are saying in interviews to create the timeline. Yes, sir. You're using index cards, and very helpful.
1: I think uh, I think that uh, Marcus and McFeely, uh, uh, previous writers for Marvel for Captain America: The Winter Soldier, Civil War, and I think they wrote Endgame and the other film, uh, Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame. They also think we used note cards as well in there brainstorming
0: yeah and um the final final draft software you they have like digital index cards so you mm. can just do the digital and then you can take the digital index cards and import those into your script uh-huh. man um uh, what was about to say filmmaker tips uh oh i don't know if this so they were saying if you're struggling with the script i don't know who said that if you're struggling with the script watch leave it to beaver
1: Oh yeah, they did say that. Uh, that was either one of the
0: bobs. Yeah, you'll find like your exit. Yeah, your solutions.
1: <laughs> uh, yo, even like as I've been watching the Donna Reed show, like there's some it. It's super charming, but there's some pretty like just again twenty minute episodes, but there's some pretty kind of some of the stuff that they tackle is like I'm like oh wow like okay they're tackling this. It's it's pretty interesting how they tackle certain situations It's just you know those early sitcoms, simple solutions, like kind of slice of life. Mm-hmm. 1950s lifestyle mm-hmm. so yeah um, shooting with a, a warmer light can help uh, project youth and innocence uh, of a time period that's one of the things that they did when they were shooting in the past they used a, a, a gel that made, made made things look warmer
0: um, I don't know what kind of test uh, but they were saying use I was. what am I saying here uh, to prove that certain ideas work, you can test them out um now i'm uh, I'm thinking they would preview their films and in front of like a certain audience to see like what we hit and what they're kind of reacting to um it was he's saying that it's like a tool that they can't really use anymore because people like what they discover will be on the internet like within an hour
1: yeah that was a pretty uh, I think that 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 kind of was new I think companies mm-hmm. have gotten better at kind of mitigating that. Obviously stuff still leaks here and there, but it's kind of been worked into the, into the systems where they know, okay, there's going to be some leakage. Sometimes they may even leak stuff, but yeah, it's still, it's still used a lot today. They still do mm-hmm. screenings and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah they, they found, a, they found a way to work around that.
0: Yeah. And they were specifically talking about the, uh, the rock and roll performance, like um, with Marty having the rock and roll performance versus having it taken out. You know, and how the how the audience reacted to it. it. It was still a good film, but with it in there, the audience really enjoyed it. So it yeah, in. and they used that. I think they used that in the trailers also.
1: Because some, I think somebody said, "Well, let's keep it in for the for the for the trailer for the preview." Others said, "They said yeah, like, keep it in for the preview." Yeah,
0: interesting.
1: And uh, that, and it, obviously, it played well. Uh, speaking of which, you know, get real if you can. You know, Michael J. Fox actually. Really pray, played the guitar in the film and was able to, you know, at least do the, all the, the appropriate fingering for that that performance. Which is really, you really see that at the beginning when he's starting because mm-hmm. so it's a close-up. You know, if this is the guitar, and then it pans up and you see Michael J. Fox's face. Like, oh,
0: this guy's really he's doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, let's reveal the face now, and sure enough, they tilt up and I was like, ah, yeah. look at that. He knows what he's doing. It's
1: like It, it makes Man it, it makes like him All the more impressive That he's doing these things that was This guy is really skateboarding Yeah And out here playing the guitar It's like
0: Yeah wow. he got me into The skateboarding thing With that fat board Like the old school skateboard And had a blue one That looked like that Ah Yeah Yeah i McFly fly Doing this thing mm. uh, People only care about Product placement Only when a movie is a hit Ha <laughs> So everybody has something to say um, but he, they had mentioned like when you're doing product placement, the best way to do product placement placement is to get permission and cooperation, um, and be careful if they give you money because mm. if they give you money now, you have another producer on your film.
1: Exactly, that happened with uh California California raisins. Some guy had made a deal with uh, with it wasn't even a specific brand, but just the actual this- product of raisins, Southern California raisins. Yes. And this is before the California raisins became a thing. I'm, I'm sure that probably led to that. They're like we need to make our own, let make our own property. Yeah. But so the way they worked it into the, the film was that the the guy, the homeless guy who was on the bench, I think when Marty comes back, has a, a bowl of California raisins there, yeah. and that's it for the product placement. Yeah, and
0: their company was pissed. And it was pretty dumb. They, 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 they basically paid it back. In. Yeah, they played that money back. It's like yeah, you don't want that uh, another. Texaco was like the better partner in that they would They Texaco shipped them all kinds of stuff. All that they the imagery, of, yeah, even everything, how,
1: yeah, how it should look and everything. Um, great, deli- great exposition delivery. One of the things that Zemeckis was able to do in the way that he wrote the script mm-hmm. is that, especially with Doc Brown's character, he was able to explain these kind of complex ideas of time travel, but make it interesting. It was never boring when he would explain this stuff, and, and when you combine um, Christopher Lloyd's performance. It's all engaged, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, flux capacitor. Ah, yeah. All right, plutonium. All right, 88 miles per hour? Sure.
0: Let's go. Yeah, it's like, makes sense. Like, we're, yeah, doesn't work in real life. Hey. But And then showing, like, the dog that was one minute behind, but illustrating that through the stopwatch, he's like, it's exactly one minute ahead or behind. I can't remember which one. Um, yeah, because he had the, the stopwatch synced up with the dog, and then when he came back from his traveling. It was a, it was a minute off. And the fact that Marty
1: could figure out to, Oh, I need to come back in time a little bit earlier. Yeah. To try and save doc. But doc still gets gunned down, but we find out, ah, bulletproof vest. <laughs> but, uh, but his so here's the question. Oh, was doc dead before? And because now Marty gave him that letter, he was prepared. That's, yeah. that's right. So he's in another time. That's timeline. where he said that. That's where he said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He read that. That's why, that's why he knew to wear the bulletproof vest. Still got shot down. Like, oh, he figured you would have. Like, he didn't know how he was gonna die. But how did he know to wear it on that night? How this guy's been wearing a bulletproof vest as as, as long
0: as he knew about that? It was dead. He was dead, and Marty McFly went and did the letter. And so now we're in the new timeline.
1: But did Doc? How did Doc know to wear the bulletproof? In that vest timeline, he that died that night.
0: He died. That sure,
1: that line. Doc was gone. But in <laughs> this, new, in this, in this new one that was created, and Doc read the letter whenever he read it. Maybe it's that year because you said because you'll find out in nineteen fifty eighty eighty five yeah. So that means we, it's in since nineteen eighty five started was every day he was wearing a bulletproof vest just
0: he didn't know when. Well, did we did he did we see the whole letter like everything that was said in the letter? Yeah, and when he Marty when first wrote it, like we we it, like I think
1: he either reads it out, but there's something about it where we hear a voiceover or something, but we hear like what's in it. Yada, yada, okay. you know, you'll, you'll find out in I,
0: 1985. Okay. I th- so it was kind of vague. I thought there was like, I thought there was more details in the letter that we were not, we didn't see or hear. No.
1: I don't think so. I think it was pretty
0: <laughs> cut, cut dry.
1: Hey, you're going to die, yeah. Doc. Sometime yeah. in 1985. Where events, events. at
0: all times. <laughs> <laughs> you' didn't Tech, give him a date or anything.
1: Man. But <laughs> that whole year, Doc was just. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> doc didn't even want to even read the letter. He was like, no. Hi, Rufio. was He tore it up. I was like, oh, okay. But then if you see, yeah, second guess, is like, oh.
0: I think there's holes in the script. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's so much cleverness going on that you kind of like can, we let it slide.
1: It's time travel, man. It's always, I think you're always, you can always find things to pick apart with time travel because we, we, we don't really know how
0: it works. We let it, we let it slide. Um, yeah. But it's fun. Because it, it's so magical. I mean, from the, clock tower situation like that like it's kind of it, shoddy it's impl-
1: implausible <laughs> and and doc would have that doc would have died fried from the lightning <laughs> <laughs> sorry doc you're a gunner marty marty's vehicle would have exploded on impact this is a plutonium powered vehicle fire. and whatever residual plutonium was in that uh, vehicle nuclear would have poisoned the whole town. shot the whole town. everybody's dead <laughs> timeline Eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pruned. <laughs> Marty pruned the whole timeline. Uh TVA would be proud. Oh uh, yeah, it would have it would have been disastrous. Like it, it just wouldn't happen. It wouldn't terrible. would not have happened.
0: When they were doing um rehearsals, they would actually have cameras on Christopher Lloyd because he wouldn't give his all you know, when you know, saving your energy, you know, you wanna like actually which makes sense too um, But they had to Actually bring the camera For him to like Hit certain things So they see what they're getting
1: Yeah Cause Mecca's As he said in Forrest Gump He doesn't like to see Actors improv Typically yeah. And clearly Lloyd Was doing some improvisation <laughs> So um, Yeah But he would uh, Yeah he started having To capture it all To, to get that stuff and, and Michael T. Fox Is so good About reacting his, his reaction to stuff is always just great and I don't think we've said enough about Leah Thompson yeah. her performance because yeah. as, as as beat down mom Lorraine <laughs> yeah. she's great because she, she is. is really so beat down yeah, she is to, to not so innocent young Lorraine yeah God, man hey Leah Thompson she's, she's beautiful like Ooh, hey, oui. yes sir like throughout the films in the 80s she, just, she just has this this look she's in quite a few films but she's always just she's beautiful she got it going on, yeah. Um, but she's got this, you know, this nineteen fifties teenage girl thing, and she's aside from you know being into her son, well, she doesn't know the time. It's it's not her fault. Um, but she's she's attractive, you know, attractive. She's a dancer. She does a thing. But her performance there in in kind of pursuit of him, but yeah, then isn't he a dream? But she she had ex- she found her. Her script, her original script for Back to the Future, and it's all these notes she had put into really? it. Yeah, she had put so much notation in. and just her performance. How she had to she had to strike this really specific balance of that infatuation with Marty. But again, they're not coming off creepy. That's as much on her as it is on Michael J. Fox to make that work. Where it's where it's humorous. Like, oh, this is this is jacked up, but it's funny. Versus oh this is This is gross mm, You know yeah. but they But they managed To strike that tone um, Yeah Yeah And then her you know She's You know pulls out This alcohol in the car As you drink he's like You drink You know yeah. and, and then all of a sudden She's got a, He's like He spits at the You smoke too You begin
0: so, to sound like My mother Just like
1: my mother I'm almost like Team Marty Of course I parked I'm like
0: oh man I've Mama's parked like, before
1: Freak. Like, yeah, she out here in the street, man. moms <laughs> that's that's like wow. The rains for the street,
0: <laughs> rain raining out here. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's all I have for filmmaker tips, man. All right, all right, you got any more? That's all I got. What are we gonna dive into next time? We are going back to the future for part two, indeed. Yeah, this is. It was good to dive into Back to the Future. It's yes. been a while. Well, not for us. We've watched we watch a little bit.
1: It's been a while for me. Again, I, I did see the the film. If you want to see more Back to the Future, you can obviously get yourself a copy. It is also streaming right now. All three uh, episodes of Back to the Future are, are streaming for free on... Freebie. On Freebie, yeah. Yes, they are. And, of course, you could watch the episode of the films that made us to see some cool behind the scenes and the making of that's actually, that, that's, a, that's an enjoyable series, right? We've,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Really well done. Absolutely. And, uh, you can catch us where
1: you can catch us. Oh, no, we didn't do the, uh, Uh-oh. the, our, our normal plug. Well, we, we did, we didn't mention where you could we can <laughs> yeah, watch after through do, the movie, absolutely. but you, you can catch the show. Yeah. On iTunes, on SoundCloud, and of course, on Spotify, as well as, of course, you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash filmmaker commentary. We are also on Twitter. He is at Reginald Titus Jr. I'm at KCG Smith 32. We're also on the gram. He is at Reginald Titus Jr. Once again, that's JR. I'm at KCG Smith 32.
0: Until next time, peace,
1: respect.